0: What's up everybody, it's yours truly Connor here on this week's edition of the Marvel Roundtable. It is the big one, it is the big kahuna, it's the one that's ten years in the making as once again Earth's mightiest heroes come together to avenge the biggest loss in the MCU. How do things play out, what sacrifices will be made, and how does this hold up compared to Infinity War? Join us on this week's edition of the Marvel Roundtable as we break down Avengers Endgame right here. Marvel Roundtable. going on everybody it's yours truly connor here welcome back to the marvel roundtable where we break down each and every single show and movie in the marvel cinematic universe you guys know me i'm connor also known as mr marvel 613 you guys can follow me on uh the twitter as well but welcome to the horny goat youtube channel youtube.com slash horny goat and the horny goat podcast network you Guys, and listen to us on all your favorite podcasting platforms this is the big one this is the uh the biggest movie in so many ways, in so many fashions, in so many different viewpoints. Uh, we are talking about the big one. We are talking about Avengers Endgame. And boy, I forgot how long this movie was. <laughs> but but still an enjoyable ride for sure. Um, we're going to waste too, too much time because I'm sure we got a lot of things to talk about. So let me first go around the room real quick. First and foremost, want to give love once again to our wonderful friend of the show and guest this evening. Come and us from the harsh truth we got frank joining us with us once again frank how are you sir how was your fourth of july
1: fantastic happy birthday america so glad to be back here with all of you crazy people to talk about <laughs> an amazing film
0: glad to yes. have you here happy independence day and of course Happy Independence Day. Of course, if you guys are watching us on the YouTube channel, make sure you give love to a sweet, sweet, tender juicy love to Frank's channel. The link is in the description. You guys wanna give him some sub. Does some great discussion about movie topics and whatnot, so make sure you give him some love on his channel, give him a subscribe. Of course, we also got the members of the wonderful horny goat crew here. We've got the power couple, the JP and Heather. What's up, folks?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna get this fly before this we've got a flying here that's pissing me off. <laughs> I'm gonna fan out his ass here in a minute. It's Anthony. Um,
0: it's Anthony.
2: We're doing good. We're doing good. Yeah, we had severe thunderstorms all day long here, so we didn't get to go outside today. So, which is okay because it was miserable.
0: And then we're gonna. We're, so what you're basically saying is we're here to brighten up your day.
2: I'm not saying it's been a bad day. The Brewers won today. shouldn't have Shouldn't have won, but they did. That made my day. That put me in a good mood. Yeah.
3: Kind
4: of.
2: Uh, par's pretty low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, we got with us Mr. Canadian Basement. What is up, Basement?
5: Uh, you know, I'm ready to review this bad boy. We nice. had Canada Day back on Friday, <laughs> so Independence do it. they just celebrate together, baby.
2: What? what? Oh, nothing. That was just funny. <laughs> you far, you fart on me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I do no such thing. You yeah, see, there's no Captain Canada. Fucking I mean, I racist mean, films.
0: I think there is technically a Captain. Well, yeah, nobody wanna... cares. <laughs> see, even <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> it bode well for Canada. Yeah, but, oh, I, had, I had a
5: question, though. This screen capture that you used for the background, mm-hmm. is, was this the actual, um, like, box sure for the I movie?
4: Her, yeah.
0: I believe, I believe it was the poster work or the cover art for the – yeah, I try I always yeah. try to get as much – I, I try to – when it comes to, like, the background designs for all these stuff and the thumbnails, I try to get anything that can, like, visually look good as far – well, obviously, minus the Francis head. But um, but I try to get anything visually as close to, like, the DVD cover or, like, the poster cover as possible, but at the same time, try to make it look visually appealing for those who are joining us live. So, yeah, I, I try. I think this one is.
5: Man, they really hate – fucking i mean they really love captain marvel let's just say that
2: she's in this movie for 10 seconds i mean tony's right. got
0: the biggest tony's right. head's can almost you. as big as is on this one
2: can i say this though real quick yeah basically you know why there isn't a captain canada remember in the what if just that, uh, I I god know. bless the queen right captain
0: you mean Captain yeah. carter captain britain. from britain
2: Peggy Carter is British. We're not
0: right. the
5: same, okay? We might be part of that fucking I'm shit. Just but...
2: giving
5: I'm just
0: you shit. I'm say, me. Jesus Christ, I don't want to even get to we that we'll just, get to we get what need... If.
5: We need so many other... Well, we have Wolverine. I'll live with that.
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, you know what? I, I, and you have Deadpool. Deadpool is Canadian. That's true. Yeah. Two, Fuck you. Two solid ones. You got some good ones. And, of course, we got with us Mr. Bobbitt. How are you, Bobbitt? Good to... Oh, there he is.
6: I'm oh, doing pretty good. Happy 4th, everybody. And uh, I still think anime should have ran up uh, Thanos' ass. You
0: know what's funny? Uh, <laughs> they actually have a new like Marvel experience on the latest Disney Cruise. <laughs> and there 's actually a video where it you know it 's a Disney thing, so they like do like a setup where they interact with the, with the people in there, and the very first thing that they do is they have Paul Rudd as scott Lang as as Ant man say like, "Look, let me first get the address the elephant in the room. A lot of people are saying why didn 't I just crawl up inside of Thanos and take him out and first of all, disgusting second of all, it wouldn 't work and here 's the reasons why, and then he gets cut off, so he actually addresses the fucking internet meme of him going up of Thanos 's ass and exploding himself so
4: it all stemmed from the very first episode of season three of The Boys.
5: <laughs> yep. No, they they just play on it, but it was yeah. A thing they, yeah they definitely that.
1: play on that. Yeah, if, if you want that visual, just watch you know the yeah. first episode of season three of The Boys. You'll get and the visual. Can't say I'm surprised they, they,
0: they try to pull that. It's, it's out. kind of
5: worse than you <laughs> want to imagine. To be honest, come on,
2: don't don't fucking taunt me, you bitch.
5: Oh, Got man. him! Got him! <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you
0: see a fly going by with a middle finger? <laughs> but anyway, I want to give some love to real quick to the chat. Of course, we got real Cody, we got Alpha, we got Meg Z in the chat. Uh we also got our good buddy Tim. What's going on? Thank you all for tuning in. If you guys are new here, hit that subscribe, hit the like button again. Go give love to some uh to uh Frank's channel over the harsh truth. And we also got Paul Arzola dropping in as well. So uh Now, normally we do this, you know, I'm going to kind of, like, skim over a couple things really quickly, mainly because there isn't too, too many details as far as, like, behind the scenes that we haven't really covered a lot from the Infinity War review. So, if you guys haven't checked it out, go check out that one. But essentially the big thing to take away uh, from this is the fact that uh, they did film a majority of these films, uh, both Infinity War and Endgame, together. And, of course, the idea was, if some of you have seen the original... Uh, promo stuff for the Phase 3 layout that Kevin Feige did way back in the day. Originally, it was supposed to be called Infinity War Part 1 and Infinity War Part 2, but as the script and things kind of progressed and developed, they decided, well, they want to have the very tonal different movies, and so having them called Part 1 and Part 2 really didn't kind of feel fair. Uh, so they kind of said, all right, we're just going to call this one Endgame in, in, in retrospect, which honestly probably a smart idea because i think having a part one or part two uh in in this in this point in time in the mcu pro- probably not 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 a, not a good call so i'm glad they had, ended up sticking with endgame it kind of gives it more of a
6: right. more
2: so i will say this <clears throat> i think <clears throat> when, when <laughs> doctors I, I just swallowed down wrong you just swallowed the swallow fly, fly. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, when Doctor Strange says we're now in the Endgame. Yep, that is the only way that they could have had a title change. Because if that wasn't in, if, well, if you know what I mean, if yep. that wasn't in there, they wouldn't have. They would have been like, "Well, what is this Endgame shit?" We know but, what
5: Endgame oh, means, the movie, right? They don't say anything about Infinity War. What's that? They never hint at the name Infinity War in and of the other things. I
0: mean, technically no. speaking, you could say they hinted in Ultron. They well, the Infinity, universe,
2: the Infinity War is about the I'm assuming the Infinity Stones,
0: right? Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
5: know what I mean. I think they could have had a title without having to had no, said the title. There's but, a you know
0: There's a scene in, in in Ultron when when they're all like getting angry at Tony for letting Ultron be a thing, and and uh, Tony goes, "We're the Avengers. We can bust arms dealers all the day one, but up there, that's the end game."
1: Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, he says that in Ultron.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. Now that I don't know how much of a foreshadowing that is, because like we talked about before, that was supposed to be the end-all, be-all at Ultron. But, but let's get into the thick of it. Let's get into the the, the nitty-gritty of this right off the bat. Um,
5: uh, sorry, before you begin, I want to ask because I know it. when we talked about Infinity War, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys know or not because I doubt it, it happened in this movie. When we talked about Infinity War, we talked about a lot of large collaboration with a bunch of different directors yes. that worked within this realm. Yep. I don't see it in this movie, and it's because the cast doesn't exist for it. If you make sense, like I mean, they all got snapped away. So yeah. who, who? who I, I, do you guys know if they did? Because it seems very much like the original Avengers movie.
0: I don't believe so, it, which is funny because I did notice on the executive producer list that James Gunn was listed. So I don't know if it was just him in this case. Um, was
2: it, was it, isn't he uh, Rocket?
0: No, no, that's Bradley but, Cooper. James Gunn was the director for, yeah. for the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And so what baseman's saying is that in the in Infinity the director, War, every director was consulted from Phase 3. Not so much possibly end Endgame, which I can't... It would make, it makes sense, though, because, I
5: mean, they've gone back to mostly the original Avengers. They don't have those other tertiary characters, or at least plot points with them until the very end. I see James Gunn being featured in that last scene with, yeah. uh, you know, when Thor um, yeah. as Guardians of the Galaxy type yeah. thing.
2: Which... Did he do... My point is, did he do all of the fucking voices? I don't all think of them he did. All right here.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, James Gunn does none of the voices.
2: Not, well, he was trying <laughs> to argue that Bradley Cooper was the one. Of the Bradley people, Cooper is raccoon. Him, yes, and the one that we are yep. talking about it was Bradley Cooper.
5: Right. Yeah, he's raccoon. Right. Uh, um, James Gunn brother
1: Bradley plays Bradley
2: the Bradley uh, Bradley. one of the okay, nerdy so my point was, Why was oh, he yes. credited yep. for it? Why was he Why was he credited for? Uh, he's
5: credited as a producer. Producer. Okay. James. Gunn. Oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper I think, think a lot of like Kevin, uh, not Kevin Feige.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: uh, guy did Iron Man. Why am I drawing a blank in his name already? John Favreau. John Frover was credited as a producer, I think. A lot of the guys that directed the individual films, films, I think.
2: As the character of The Rocket, James Gunn gets the credit for that.
0: That's Bradley Cooper. No. Bradley Cooper is the voice actor for Rocket Raccoon.
5: Throughout the entire. Yes.
0: Yep.
2: I I understand that, but I'm saying they credit. Just go back and watch the end credits. Well, I'm, I'm definitely not going to do that.
0: <laughs> already <laughs> suffered enough. That,
2: that's the only thing I'm pointing out. Because I, like, all it, seen it, James Gunn, after Bradley Cooper did it in um, Guardians of the Galaxy,
0: that was it. Well, maybe he had more of a more uh, involvement in in the Guardians movies than he did this one. I don't know if he was listed in Infinity in War. Cooper
5: Refusing that fat ass paycheck for just voice acting? I doubt that. I don't know. No, I'll, I'll look it up, but you yeah, can continue. I was going to say. Now
0: you're making me look this up on goddamn oh, IMDb. Oh, i will look it up. Okay. Um, I, I, I can I can definitely believe that though, Baseman, If if it was if he was not listed as or if any if they were not consulted because you're right. You look at like all the Phase Three movies that came out, right? Really, you had Thor Ragnarok with Taika Waititi and Taika Waititi was Korg in in a scene with Thor. But other than that, there really wasn't other, like, like uh, all the other characters from phase three that had their own movies were snapped away. So it would make sense that like he, that they wouldn't reference as many. So I guess that makes sense. Um, but while we're looking at this, let's, let's knock out a lot of the stuff right off the bat, as far as the opening leading up to the time break. So in the opening, I actually love the opening, to be honest with you. The opening is probably one of my favorite things about this movie, is basically seeing what happens with Clint and his family. So you see Clint Barton teaching his daughter archery on the secluded farm with the uh, the ankle bracelet on because he's still under house arrest from Civil War. Um, while his wife prepares a picnic lunch for them, suddenly, all of a sudden, Clint's daughter vanishes and the rest of Clint's family di- family disintegrates, along, of course, with half of life across the entire universe the result of Thanos snapping his finger after acquiring all six infinity stones. Now, something to just kind of note here and I'm sure you, uh, some of you may or may or not picked up on it, the opening sequence with the title card that they usually do for Marvel Studios was missing half the people in it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So you did you were missing black were Panther. Yeah, right.
5: you were still right. seeing the
0: scenes that were always embedded in the Marvel logo, but um but half of them it's, were gone. They, they
5: play around with it. Captain Marvel uh was all Stan Lee when they did that, right? Because they were it's in memory of him.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's I forgot, yeah. I forgot, I forgot it's almost that.
5: as far as he got into that movie before yep. I almost died.
2: <laughs> well it wouldn't make sense for them to do that because they My appendix was like, Steve No, we can't James watch James this.
4: Christmas. That wouldn't make sense if they did that. What I really loved about this scene, actually, Mm -hmm. was when he looked away to go look at his wife to tell her what they wanted to eat and what they wanted on it. And then it pans away and comes back and you just see the dust of his daughter that's left in the air, nothing else. That fucking beautiful right there. Yeah, it was done
5: very tastefully and um, like what the fucking, that like sets in stone how like terrifying would be more on, like, a human level than these superhuman people disappearing. Yeah. These are just regular fucking kids. And, the, uh, Rocket Raccoon is Bradley Cooper, so fuck you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper
4: is Rocket Raccoon. Okay, okay, whatever. So, I just, <laughs> I was just questioning that because it's like, yeah. so what so, you were probably seeing was the Bradley Cooper and then produced by
5: James or, or, like, Bradley something with James Gunn, Gunn right Rocket after. Go over.
4: But,
0: um, The reason I also like this is because it's, you're right, it kind of sets the tone, it's the somber, like, it's one of those quiet, like, emotional moments in movies that when, like, you don't have to say much, you don't have to do much, it's, it kind of just, like, it sets the tone and expectation, plus, you know, we, we obviously saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, and we saw what happened with them, we've seen Captain Marvel, and we kind of know where things are going with her, Clint was really the only Avenger. We hadn't seen anything in terms of, like, the effect from Infinity War. Him and Ant-Man were the only two that were missing out of Infinity War, other than Captain Marvel, obviously. So to have that, like, be the precipice of, like, yep, shit's affecting him, too. And plus, for him to lose, essentially, his entire family, yeah. which which was a big, huge thing of his that it was obviously established in Ultron, I I just, I loved, I love this opening part. I mean... Frank, what did you, you think about the opening scene with, with uh, Hawkeye losing his family?
1: It, one of the things it's supposed to do, it gets you emotionally very invested in the movie very quickly. Hmm. Because one of, the, one of the things that people didn't understand about uh, uh, Infinity War is why Hawkeye wasn't in it. They were like, now generally speaking, it's like, what's Hawkeye going to do against Thanos anyway? But really, I think in, in large part, it was to save him for this particular scene. To 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 like yeah. it's like we, not only are you getting this character that a lot of people like, nobody really loves, but a lot of people like as a side character, not only are you getting him back, but you've already through like over in Ultron when you actually get introduced to his family, you start to see you start to connect to this character in a different way at a personal level. So when you open up with this scene of his family getting snapped, you are immediately hit in the gut. And so so the entire rest of the movie, you're on this emotional ride as to how is this gonna work out, not just for him but for the rest of these characters. It's not unlike uh, the first J.J. Abrams Star Wars movie, or Star Trek movie, I'm sorry, Star Trek movie, like when Kirk is being born while the ship is being destroyed. You get really emotionally invested in everything that that his mother's going through, giving birth to this child amidst all this chaos, as the baby's daddy is getting killed, sacrificing himself to give them a chance to escape. It's, you get emotionally invested in the film right off the jump. And it just really draws you in. So that's what it does. It's not only the stakes very, very high because, you know, how are they going to snap half of existence back into place? But now you've, in, in a much smaller scale, they've put all that pressure on to a much finer point of his family. So, yeah, I mean, it, you immediately are just locked into how is this going to play out?
5: mm mm-hmm. He's one of the, uh, he's one of the pillars, the emotional pillars of this movie. Mm -hmm. It's it's him and not all the Avengers, but it's him and a couple of the others that they really pivot on emotionally in this movie. Um, I actually, was there an actual, I can't remember, is there an actual reason why he wasn't in Infinity War? Because I know he was he just like retired, going to spend time with his family or something. Yeah, I was, he exactly. was under house that arrest, just yeah. like
0: Ant Man was that too? Oh, due to the what? The Civil Accord.
5: War? Oh, Civil yeah. War. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: because if you remember, Ant Man. I don't remember. Ant Man happens pretty much the same time as Infinity. War.
0: Yeah. So the first yes, one of the yeah, first you things you, one of the first things you see is the ankle bracelet on they were in, yeah, they Clint's, they were on, Clint's uh, on Clint's ankle and I think they even mentioned it in Infinity War none where none it's like that for him. It's Scott and Clint are under house arrest or something along those lines but anyway um, so now we cut over to Nebula and can I
2: interject, can I, interject? Yep. I do want to say just this that opening scene set the tone for the entire movie if you think about it mhm This is where I agree storytelling hit it on point here because they're setting the tone for what you don't know it but what's but it's coming and it's building that they're setting the tone for they're setting the tone for what the movie is gonna be, in in my opinion. It's it's
5: also that link between the two movies where these are essentially one movie, they're just very long, to watch right. and be no, sitting I together. Agree. It was a
0: Disney Plus show.
5: Like
2: all of these movies that we have watched <laughs> are getting have, longer and longer. They're kind of linked together. Just one great, big, huge, gigantic-ass fucking movie. Is what well,
5: I did. especially think Infinity War and Endgame are one movie. No, I I, mean, we're going to rate them as two, but they are definitely one. The same. Uh, yeah. No, but I'm yeah. just
2: talking about... Is, if you... Three, yeah. So, all I'm saying... Is that all of these Marvel movies are all linked, or else they wouldn't have those snippets? So it's like they're all one big movie. I'm not. I, I mean, they're trying. They're doing decent storytelling. I like. That's what I like, you're especially gonna,
5: for like a superhero like, movie, a superhero genre movie. This is kind of like the best you can get, basically. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Um. So, we cut over to, of course, what happened with Nebula and Tony Stark being stranded in the middle of space, following the def- following the wing feet eh, speak- following their defeat by Thanos on Titan uh, as we see that Tony is running out of supplies rather quickly um we see that he's going to be out of he's already out of food at this point, oxygen being going the next day, and we can see him like literally watching him deteriorate as he's recording a final message to pepper if, if in the uh, off chance she finds it using the. The helmet is a way to like hollow project a, a an image or a message to her, saying when he drifts off, he'll think of her. And of course, just when we think that Tony is about to die, in comes Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. We see her light up almost like an angel in space, like big bright lights, and it's revealed to be her as she whisks the ship right back down. Um, and reunites uh, reunites with, of course, Natasha Romanoff, Bruce Banner, Steve Rogers, Rocket, Thor, and, of course, James Rhodes. And the team starts to formulate a plan to steal the Infinity Stones back from Thanos and use them to reverse his actions. Um, there's a couple things I re- th- there's a theres a ton I love about this part, too. I mean, I, I'm going to gush a lot about the beginning of this movie because, aside from towards the end, it is one of my favorite parts of this whole thing. I have to talk about the scene with Cap and Tony when Tony's like on the IV. I'm sure everyone fucking loves that scene, right?
5: It's one of the better. I mean, I even love the scene where he's with Nebula because Nebula is technically a cyborg. She doesn't really have the humanity that he's kind of with like another fucking robot. He's always fucking around robots. (laughs) <laughs> um and I love the fact that they don't necessarily give you a, a full on did they did they really give you a full on timeline or do they use more his yeah, physique they, 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 to sell think, the
0: timeline? I think because you can like, see yeah.
5: he's emaciated if, and if, if living if in his space his body is
4: body becoming more and more emaciated. Yeah. That's how you're getting the timeline. You
5: never actually state. So living in
0: space uh, as fucked and fucking about losing his body mass. About three weeks is what uh, it, I
5: don't know if that would happen in three weeks, but I'm no fucking so expert. But I know, like, you lose body mass all the time in space because yeah. there's no gravity and such as such.
0: So there's two, 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 well, a couple of real quick things. So first off, the time period is roughly between what happens with Thanos at the end of this scene versus what happened during the snap is about 21 to 23 days is what they say a little bit later on in certain dialogue pieces. The second thing to note about the Tony Stark nebula part, when they're playing the scene with the paper football, if you notice, <laughs> nebula is kind of like – not used to the idea of winning, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a nice little fun. Well, it's a nice little subtle thing to her character because she always lost to Gamora. So Mm -hmm. to have her like, he's like, you win. And she's like, kind of like, apprehensive and defensive it's like yeah she's not used to that concept and it's like a little just a little something like that i thought was funny. And but, so if anybody's
5: gonna have a good relationship or start a relationship with somebody that's most, most or partially machine, machine, machine. machine tony stark's your man yep. oh,
0: oh, yeah but of course that scene but but, but of course the one part i i personally love i'm sure everybody does too is the is the give that give fucking robert downey jr an oscar moment when he's pulling the iv out of him and, and he's pissed off at captain america so the whole concept of like, no, he, he threw a moon at me, and, and I'm, I'm 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 gonna butcher it, but when he basically says, you know, he rips off the chess pieces as you take this and you find them and you go hide and then collapses from the exhaustion. But um, her man, you could just feel that coming through the screen.
5: I, I didn't really get when he said like you weren't there. I, he obviously wasn't there with them, but right. they weren't there on Earth. So like it, it's it's an unfair. I guess he, he's also like in like some sort of shock at this point in time because that's kind of what he falls into. But uh, it's an unfair assumption. I
4: think it he's... is an unfair assumption of him. But however, no, is was... it is Tony Stark. It's Tony Stark, and it was him. It was Quill. It was Nebula.
5: Yeah, he lost everybody that was, was there. Spider Man. There was literally
4: Earth. nobody else there.
0: He, so he was. I think, and this is maybe may my interpretation of it. He was more. It wasn't just the fact that, like, yeah, okay, he was technically on Earth and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think he blames him for that. I think it's more the concept of this is why I didn't want the Avengers to break up. This is why I didn't want us to be separated. This is exactly why. I'd say we lose. You'd said we'd do that together, too. And, and that, and that we didn't He went on a matter. ship and left the fucking so... <laughs> left planet. Huh? Like, he
5: actively left. So, I mean, I, I get it. It's, 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 it's a powerful line, but it, I feel like it's... It only makes sense for me if I, and it, this should be the way. It only makes sense for me when looking through it through Tony's eyes because he, he's flashing out and he doesn't know really what happened on Earth as much. Like he gets the gist of it, but doesn't get the the emotional weight of it, I guess. And he's also fucking haven't eaten in three weeks, all <laughs> fucked up. I did want to say, does, does Captain Marvel have like fucking universal Google Maps? How did you find Tony Stark in the middle of space? Probably on the way. He, well, she's, a, ever,
1: she's a product of Infinity stone, so maybe she does just know. She is. Yep.
5: she <laughs> is. But didn't he also?
4: did they also have a beacon on after a while?
5: I would. I, that's what I. I, I, I assumed it. I don't think they ever like said that. it, but I think it would mention, make sense for your ship yeah. being derelict um,
0: to do that. I mean, Fr- Frank, what do you what do you think about this whole opening? Uh, this whole segment with uh, Tony coming back, being found with Nebula, and then the whole collapsing in front of in front of Cap scene.
1: Well, one of the important things to remember about this scene is this is the first time that the main body of the Avengers is back together after the events of Civil War. That's true. Because Mm -hmm. through all of Infinity War, they're they're fighting in this war on two fronts. And more specifically, this is the first time that, that Cap and Tony have been in the same room since mm-hmm. that giant battle at the end of the Civil War. So it's like, has, is this animosity still exist? Is there some understanding that is, has that is come to pass between the two? Because Tony's had this phone the whole time, and he whips it out as that battle is starting in New York. But it was, you know, do like, he was still hesitant to call Cap. And obviously he hasn't called Cap for anything since then, not to reach out and say hi, or not for any you know, special threat or anything. So, the question was always going to be, how are these two going to interact once they do get back, you know, in scene together or in a situation together, rather. And it, it kind of was, it kind of was a little bit of what we expected is there's still this different way, this different approach that these two characters have. So while Cap is still feeling hopeful, Tony is the one that's like, dude, we lost this thing's fucking over.
2: <laughs> so I think both of them are correct in their assessment. <laughs> really, Captain America did say, well, you weren't there. No, Tony said that to Captain America.
1: Yeah.
2: Tony <laughs> said that to Captain America. Because of it yeah. during okay, Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, well, but Captain America could come back and say, you weren't there trying to fight Thanos when he snapped his finger. But which is, that, that's all I'll say. So each, I, each one of them has a gripe? I mean, in that, in that, which makes that dialogue good?
5: Yeah, I think it had more to do with Captain America being the one that brought that to the table. <laughs> so, of course, Iron Man didn't say we're going to lose together. Captain America did. And in the end, they lost on separate fronts. I I, so think it,
0: it make it. Sense. I might be reading I mean, too much not- into it, but it might be more so just the general frustration of, like, now I, that, did, now that I think about what, like what Frank and, and uh, Basement were saying too, and, and JP to an extent. It. It's like I'm done. Like Tony's like I'm tapped. We lost everything. I'm screwed. Like y- you, you've said this over and over again that we're doing this. We're doing this together. Fuck off. Take this. I'm done. I'm out. We have lost. Game over. I think that's also, more the. Not-
1: and not only that, but Tony's got a, he, he's taking a bit of an I told you so angle because yeah. he's like, this is why I, this is what I wanted to do with vision. This is what I wanted to do with the Iron Legion. This is why I was doing all these things mm-hmm. that you said were terrible because I wanted to protect us from things like this without using us because we are, we are not perfect. We are fallible. If I, if I, I wanted to build this shield around the world. To protect us. And you were one of the people that got in the way of that by not agreeing with me with the Accords, not jiving with what I was trying to do with the Iron Legion and the Ultron program. He's like, you, this is what I was trying to do is to stop this exact thing. And one of the things that keeps me from doing what I was trying to do was you you being a part of facilitating the breakup of this whole thing. I couldn't really get to that without all of us
5: being together. Yep. It's also like the greener pasture look where you don't know if anything he was going to do would have fucking changed anything in the world. But not being allowed to do it was where his his stance is. Also, he just came from fucking... Uh, he was thinking he was dead
0: <laughs> sorry just the way that like, braceman's brain just died yeah. while trying to think of that no yeah. no no he, yeah, he, yeah he, you're right he, he you're right
5: actually like he didn't actually like he was he resigned himself to death tim, in that. tim,
0: tim just said in the chat too Thanks. he was perfect he Said tomos tony almost suffers from what i would say would be a form of PTSD oh, absolutely uh, okay.
5: i'm pretty sure they all <laughs>
2: agree that's what the entire <laughs> movie was about was ptSD yeah. from what happened in New York
5: yeah, yeah. the movie was terrible but
4: <laughs> but all of a just to say something on what Frank said earlier, Tony, between Civil War and Infinity War, he had time to call him, but when it counted, he didn't have the time to call him. Because that's when Thanos first attacked.
3: Was
0: he was about he was that's first right, he was about to.
4: Him during Infinity War. So it's.
5: There's. Oh, he's Bob is sleeping. <laughs>
1: He's out. I was wondering what that was. Bobbitt, you
5: alive? Bobbitt, you alive? What? What? Eric,
6: you're just like.
0: Bob I'm is... off. Okay. Bobbitt's in the endgame now.
2: You sound like. He, he like he's, 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 so in he's in the endgame old now. You hear me,
5: Bobby? I did want to make mention of I hated the uh, little off point of him being like, I thought you were from Build a Bear. Not only does it date the movie, um, it also is just not needed. I didn't he's find it funny. funny, and it's a little, it's a line of brevity that did not need a line of brevity.
0: I actually only like the part when, like, Rocket's like, maybe I am, because it's like, yeah, he doesn't know what the fuck he is. That's the only reason I like the line.
2: I did catch that, because I pointed it out to Heather when that happened, and he's like, did he just say, he doesn't, he's finally admitting <laughs> he doesn't know what he,
0: that well, no, he's, he they, that that, whatever that, he that, is. That's been a clear thing that's, in the Guardians, because he's like, I don't know what the fuck I am, and... You know with all the you know, that was his frustration. Maybe, at the end. the
2: first one, you said, did you say something like maybe I am? I don't yeah, know.
0: that's the idea. But, um, but Bobbit, um, uh, what did you think about this opening, opening parts here with like Hawkeye's family disappearing and then the oh. whole Tony Cap exchange?
6: Okay, the first part, um, I liked it because we, we saw the superheroes disappearing, but we didn't see what happened to the civilians, you know, the human Mm -hmm. side of it and seeing Hawkeye's family disappear, brought in that human element that we've not seen in these movies before. And it made it more personal on, uh, you know, to us and made it more relatable to us. Whereas, you know, we see these superheroes disappear and it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's sad, but we don't really connect with it. But with the human side of it, that, you know, we can relate more to that because that's us. And, uh, and the part with, uh, Stark and Nebula, I like that because, uh, you know, Tony, Tony lost Peter. And if you, if you notice the homecoming, Tony and Peter was really fucking close, especially him and Aunt May. Mm -hmm. And now that half, half of everybody he's loved He's, he loves is gone for right now, and you know he he doesn't know what to do with himself because he he lost he he's no he's no longer the the the, the big dog in charge anymore. Thanos is so it's not it's not sitting away with him emotionally. Good point. Good point. Yeah.
4: I'm going to be muted for a little bit minute because. It,
0: yeah, it's all Mine good. Mind of a twelve-year-old over here. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He lost his Peter. It's, it's, it's the it's the it's the, it's the fly the flies getting to. Him. Um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a late night. This is a long movie. Anyway, oh, uh, Rocket what then the finally learns. Mark? That, uh, <laughs> Rocket finally learns upon finding where Thanos is located. He apparently used the stones a second time, or rather, there was enough energy to ge- like generated it similarly from when. Thanos snapped the first time that they basically found exactly where he's located. So, uh, I love how it's a very simple plan. We're just going to go get him just like that? Yeah, just like that. Way to go, Cap, on doing something you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. But, okay, sure. Um, I mean, granted, I wouldn't even know what the fuck to do. So, I mean, realistically, yeah, it should work. Um, I do love how they're, like, Captain, like, uh, Rhodes is like... You know, No offense, but where the fuck were you, Captain Marvel? And she's like, well, not all the other planets are lucky to ha- – you know, th- they don't have you, so they have to have some- someone to look out for them. That is a terrible excuse. It is a – yeah.
5: <laughs> it makes no sense. Nah. I,
0: I got to save this one planet even though 50% of everything
5: is dying. But, it, but at the die. same time,
0: it's not like she <laughs> well, had no, no that, reason to come back to that's not what she was Earth. saying,
5: though. That's not what she was saying.
1: Ahead, she was Frank. busy
3: elsewhere.
0: Yeah.
1: No yeah, that's not no, that's not what she was saying. What she said was not every planet has the Avengers. So she's looking at Earth and understanding that they have the Avengers, the or or at least whatever Whatever. I don't know if she knows specifically specific details about the Avengers, but she does obviously have an awareness of uh, of Samuel Jackson's character, and it probably has an idea that he's put together something. So what she's doing is what she's saying is not every team has an Avengers to look after them when something happens. So at least you guys are here to help the planet if something pops off. There, a lot of other planets out there don't have that kind of protection. They don't have the protector right. from all the other Celestial threats that are out there. So you guys got this covered. I'm out here protecting other people that need it because they don't have you there to protect them. Um, right. I agree with that. So and that... she
5: just fucks off for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So, so there's, like, I, I agree with what you're saying. She wouldn't have known until she was alerted, and that's right. when the snap already happened, right? Yeah. Um But that, then after that, she's like, they don't, like, she obviously has the capability to converse with them and them with her. And nobody... Well. It's like hey we're going to go back in time,
0: <laughs> well, I think they kind of maybe, maybe we, we need we we'll, we'll get to that because I think they kind of somewhat rushed it, but i we'll 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 get no, to and, that bridge when we get
2: to I, it. I, I, and I agree with what Frank just said that that is exactly what was my thought process of exactly what he said, which allowed me to justify this bullshit
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. It's so again, like good storytelling. It
2: justifies. No, no, yeah, I, as long I, as you
5: get justified. What you're saying. Later on, it's a bit rocky, but right now, I, I agree with what Frank By the for, way, I also – I, I
0: don't know if anybody knows this, but in in the comics, Captain Marvel and War Machine become an item, so it's kind of funny well, to that see that happen? Well, you have to read wait, the comics. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Who and what with the where and the how and the why? In the War comics,
0: machine. War Machine – and Captain Marvel become an item they become a couple. Oh okay. So Fair it's enough. funny to see Fair some enough. of these little like little interactions they have and you're just kind of like not that I think it's going to well I mean it could still happen in the in the MCU but anyway.
5: Yeah, bring his legs back to life. So okay.
0: they figure out where Thanos is located and they decide to go after him and I, I, there's a couple things I like about Rocket leading the the charge to uh, you know flying the ship over to, to Thanos's place. The, the first thing I like is the fact that um, right before the the title card you see Cap, who never swears. Let's go get this, son of a bitch. Um, the second part is if you listen this, – this is something I didn't note until much later after. If you listen to when they do the 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 intro music with the Avengers logo and it says Avengers Endgame, half of the chorus and the percussion is missing. If you listen to the actual song versus the version they play in Endgame at the beginning, half the band is missing for obvious reasons. Hmm. So, yeah, no, a little, little fun little Easter egg. I can't do them all because we'd be here forever. Uh, so
5: oh, like half the were missing too. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 no i'm just fucking around it's actually written pretty well so,
0: so as they as they as they fly off i also did love i don't know if anybody caught this when like cap they zoom in on captain america's eyes like taking in the fact that he's flying through fucking space um was kind of a bit of like a a wink and a nod to when tony's seeing space for the first time and in, in the first avengers movie where like they zoom in on that part of his eyes he's like taking this all in um what
4: what? When they had the zoom, close-up of Captain's eyes. guy's in a different room. Going wide. Okay. Because yep.
0: of, of astonishment. Plus is Peter. So, uh, when, <laughs> when the ship, when, when eventually they do find Thanos, of course, it's an all-out assault as uh, there's no guards. There's no defenses. There's no nothing guarding him whatsoever. It's just Thanos. And so they all storm him, only to find that not only is Thanos is extremely damaged, more so than we saw him in Infinity War, not only was he near death and defenseless, but the stones are destroyed. They're gone. So they first think he's lying, but he eventually admits that he uses the stones to destroy the stones, which is why you saw the same energy signature a couple of days ago. Despite the frustrations, they finally come to the realization that Thanos was indeed telling the truth, with Nebula saying, you know, my father was many things, but a liar is not one of them. And just as he was about to see me having like a warm, sympathetic moment with Nebula, Thor, in an act of rage, chops off Thanos's head. And I love what Rocket said. Is like, "What the hell did you do?" And Thor says exactly what Thanos said. I went for the head, and the scene cuts and fades to black, and we see the phrase of five years later." Yeah, five years later. Holy shit! Okay, so I, movie's over, done. I, we're going home. Bye, everybody out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Are we an hour into the movie at this point? No, nope. we're not. Even on. Thirty minutes. We're like right? thirty no. 50 I minutes. <laughs>
2: But I mean, I years later, that was actually pretty good because they, I was sitting there watching like, okay, I'm waiting to see if it was five days later, I probably would have lost my shit. I think that, that was, was one of the biggest really like
0: whoa moments from the whole thing. And and the Russo brothers did explain that, you know, they said, why did you choose five years and why not like a couple of months or whatever? And the reason they said was because they wanted to have, they, they knew in their minds there was going to be a significant amount of time between basically the uh, the end events of infinity war and in this next movie roughly obviously and you need they the gravity. said they, you need the gravity of it all what's that
5: you need the gravity of it all to sink in that's exactly yeah, what they said they wanted something to have months,
0: like you know you know they wanted to make it feel like that what happened had enough weight to it that it really made a major impact in the in the MCU universe um mm-hmm. which god damn it fucking did the the mm-hmm. the part with thanos was more just like a well, shit, what do we do now? I don't know about you, but like, I took it as like, well, fuck, the, the villain's dead, the stones are gone, time to go home early?
2: Let the fun begin with me, just keep going.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, did, did, I, I liked the beginning of the movie, I hated the, uh, well, I didn't hate it, uh, I liked the fact that they killed him off. I thought this movie was going to be, uh, like, basically almost it could have almost been villainless.
4: yeah
5: it to be have. honest
4: well that's the
1: that's the,
5: the villain being the situation
1: as opposed to an embodiment like Thanos
0: exactly actually that wouldn't be that's yeah. what they
1: did in Star Trek
5: 4 yeah
0: I yeah, mean the, the, I wouldn't be against that the, the thing is is that when you look it's funny because I look back when, when I do these I, I look back at like some of the trailers and stuff and really up until like right before the movie came out when you're talking like what they showed in the—they barely showed fucking anything in the trailers before this, and for obvious reasons. Yeah, they—they they couldn't really. But spill the like, beans. I miss that so much. Some, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody can they, the they, same they thing. Over show, they
5: overshow. They tra- overshow and now sometimes you don't even need to watch the movie, but because like, you've seen the trailer, which but it, is sad. But, but true. I mean,
0: there's so much of this they didn't—they didn't like hype up, which was which is great because I'm glad they didn't. I mean, they—they—they they, they didn't even show even Tony scenes. And- yeah, it gives you little pockets of, <gasps> it's really just like the, 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 the buildup sells itself kind of thing. But, but anyway,
5: right, I do love the fact that they in the first 20 minutes, they beat the villain from the past movie, they kill him and they're no better for it at all. Yep. But yep. They hammer home the fact that he won, they lost, even though he's dead, doesn't matter. Um, the five year later skip is, is great. And I mean, we talked, you talked about this. We talked about it like a night ago or two, um, about, I, I, we both, well, you alluded to the Punisher, if they do it taking place during the blip, I wish they used the blip as a like launching point for a lot of their TV material.
0: It's one of the reasons. There's so much
5: drama that can happen within the blip that would really help a television series. Oh God. Yeah.
0: It's one of the reasons I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier so much um i wish they, they just did didn't more. use it well enough I know, yeah. I know i know
1: but the idea I that they think were the tv shows they dealt with the aftermath of the blip but because they just, it's like they didn't do it enough <laughs> well in wandavision dealt with I a didn't lot see that of the though. emotional stuff WandaVision is by far the best thing they've put out yet, whereas Falcon and Winter Soldier dealt with the ramifications of everybody coming back from the blip, because you don't really think about it. You just think everybody got blipped back, got snapped back to existence by the Hulk, and that's fine. Everybody's alive again. But you understand, when you bring back, what, two or three billion people worldwide, five there's going to be later? some serious infrastructure problem. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be some, some weird shit going on. infrastructure <laughs> problems that are going to be dealt with, and that's one of the things that they deal with in Falcon and Winter Soldier is, the political and geopolitical ramifications of now these people are back. These people all need food. These people all need places to live. They all need to figure out their lives. Which was so interesting. I mean, because these people were dead I almost for wish five they dealt years, with so, it on so they, more
5: like a human level, though, instead of just like the overarching. And they do touch on it a bit, but like there's so many stories where like fucking my wife died, I moved on, and now I have kids with somebody else. What the fuck did that look like?
1: It's, it's much That's bigger what than what they there's allowed There's so much more you. about bringing those people back
0: yeah <laughs> um but i also have to say that like thor doing what he did um i'm gonna be gushing about this um uh i'm gonna be gushing about this the entire review thor was probably one of my favorite characters in this entire movie yeah. for, so many, for, for so many for so many reasons um, I agree with that. but with with him doing what he did to thanos makes all the sense in the world
2: mm-hmm. his character arc Throughout this whole thing, and I know we're supposed to be talking about this movie, is what kept me involved in watching this stuff because I t- those standalone movies don't do it for me, um, to a certain extent, but Thor's character. Like I said, it sets the tone. Another, it kind of there's a couple emotional pillars. Thor is one.
5: Hawkeye's one.
2: Even though you have, and it's not, fucking, you know. Well, it is the four main, three main guys.
5: I would say Iron Man, Thor, and Hawkeye are the three main ones. Other people play into those, but those are the three main.
2: Agree with that, but I'm talking about the whole, the whole shebang. But yes, in this movie. It, it, to me, it was all about Hawkeye, Thor, and, and and I hate to say it. This is why Captain America isn't up there for me. an <laughs> Iron Man. And I know Rayshon hates his ass, but that's to me. Like, Captain America does have a good arc.
0: It's just not. It's not, it's not prominent not as in this good movie.
2: As no. the others.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's um, all. I'm saying. Yep. But, but, Frank, I mean, when you saw this for the first time, the whole five years thing, was that just like, whoa, okay, that that's that's heavy?
1: Well, up to this point, there's two things in the movie that strike me as really wild. One is when Thanos uses the stones to destroy the stones, it would have been really, really easy to do the comic book villain thing. It's like, okay, I did what I wanted to do. Now I have this powerful gauntlet to continue to rule the the known universe. He didn't do that. He had that single-minded goal. And that was his 100% commitment that I'm going to do this thing, and I'm going to destroy the stones. Not just because it can't be undone, because even he knows the stones were too powerful for him. So the stones were a means to an end for him. It wasn't about dominating the universe. It was about, I'm just going to do this thing to save the universe. Because remember, he's the good guy. I mean, bad as it may sound to snap away the whole universe, his intentions are good. Yeah, I mean... True, m- you know, ends justifying means that when whatever make that argument, but it's like he does want to do what he feels is the right thing, which and makes he, him he, such a compelling bad guy. But also, the, but the fact that he that he l- destroys the stone so that not only and nobody else can undo what he did, but so that he doesn't get tempted to use the stones for something again, that that to me just cemented the fact that this guy is not good. But I mean, you, you, like I said, like I said, when we talked about you know the Infinity War. He's He's got a—he's got a genuine purpose. I mean, I don't agree with you know killing half a bajillion people, but I mean, he's trying to do it for what he feels like is a good reason. Right. He is literally the good guy in his story, so that—that that was the one thing I thought was really cool. Also, killing him was really wild because that was like, Jesus Christ, now what? I mean, we're ten minutes into this movie and you just lopped this guy's head off. He's supposed to be the bad guy.
0: It's <laughs> kind of was like,
6: well, what the fuck now?
1: But the other thing that got me is I, I really love the way they slow rolled it. They didn't just put up a title card that said five years later. I love how it happened yeah. so slowly. It said five, and it hung there for a second. Five years later. And it yeah. they, it was like pushing the knife in slowly into our hearts instead of just whacking away at us like a murderer. It was like that hurt to see that title card come up, and you're like, five years and then you start to see some of the the ramifications of that in the next couple scenes. All the boats that are just like sitting there floating around in in New York Harbor, and like it, it almost looks desolate in ev- in every place that the camera goes to because so many crazy. I mean, all these houses that were there for all these people are now just derelict. They're just empty. I mean, there's half the people that need all these houses. There's cars still just sitting around everywhere. It it really is stunning. How they kind of displayed how losing five million people, or or not five million, but fifty percent of of the world <laughs> of the Earth, can really can really drastically affect our way of life and everything that we know about ourselves. I thought I thought that that was a really really crazy psychological kind of mindfuck right there. Because i how often do you think about half the world is disappearing? <laughs> yeah, they gave you a really good visual of that, and it's it's staggering.
2: Now, I, and I'll, I'll agree 100% because that's why they did the five years later <clears throat> was for said character arc. Because how, how could Thor? It had to obtain. That motherfucker had to drink fucking beer 24 hours a day, seven days a week because he's fucking Thor. Which is why, you know, you get what I'm saying? That the. We're not there yet, but Character arc.
5: well it sparks intrigue by them moving forward in time because it's almost like a new slate for several characters it's it's still the old characters but we get to see we get to see what happened to them in that term um and they do a very good job of doing it i do like the additions of showing like how like people just in general have become they don't care and there's too much going on for people like you got the streets littered in garbage you got things derelict you got. Mankind has not recovered, and they might never recover. And this like leads into, and I, like, this is like where Thanos loses me is the idea that he he doesn't think about mentally, emotionally, anything that would affect people by losing half of everything. And it's shown when he kills Gamora's fucking half the people there. Where he's like, just look at this perfect balance. Well, people are getting fucking mowed down behind him. He he's definitely a psychopath. if not a sociopath. I think is probably the better option. He's I think so, yeah. Removed <laughs> from mankind or or human or like whatever you want to call it, like intelligent life yep. of emotional life. He's removed from that where he thinks his actions are justified,
0: having been in the where everybody th-
5: else can't do that.
0: Having been in the theater when I watched this, I remember that, you know, obviously there was a shit ton of people going crazy for different moments in this movie. But one of the big gasps was the five years later part. I remember very vividly. And, you know, to think, too, when you think about this is, God, what, the 19th movie we've reviewed in a row? (laughs) For the most part, without – with the exception of, like, flashbacks to certain characters and, like – Everything's been roughly the same. There hasn't been a huge gap in time. time. right? I mean, granted, you've had, like, Thor talking about, like, the ancestry of, like, uh, the Asgardians and Odin and a little bit of, like, Peter Quill's backstory and Captain Marvel's. Um, And even Captain America is probably the only real, like, the the first Avenger one was really the only big time jump uh, between them. So aside from those mentions, this has been the biggest, like, leap, especially after such a crucial fucking moment and sorry mm-hmm. this also just popped in my head with the Honest trailer to the review of this they're like when they showed the pan over of like the empty streets and everything it's like and now an introvert's best friend empty streets and empty city like, oh, yeah. it's so quiet COVID-19. what's that COVID-19 oh, God, dude.
2: <laughs> everybody's saying
1: that was an odd that was an odd bit of foreshadowing yeah.
0: Oh yeah. so um, so it's cutting down to five years later Scott Lang. Uh, well, let me get to the before we get to the Scott Lang part. The thing I like about this is is kind of the same thing like you guys were just mentioning. They don't just jump right into the thick of things. You see, um, you see Captain America trying to lead like a uh, like a survivors sure. group. Which fun fact, little Easter Drag's on this one. Uh, one of the Russo's brothers to, to is in there. What's yeah. that?
5: He he's talking about like meeting a guy in the restaurant or something, right? Yep. Isn't that him?
0: Yep, that's yep. one of the Russo brothers. The other one, uh, the gentleman said uh there was another gentleman who's like skinnier, like uh grayer hair, who also spoke. That is the original comic book designer of Thanos. So he also made a little Easter egg cameo in that scene. Um Love nut sex. What? must love nut sacks.
2: <laughs> I think you need to do a video
0: of all the Easter eggs in Marvel. But, but that, a, oh, man, there's so many. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go through all of them. i just go over a couple, hey, of, man, a couple of these we ones. Might,
2: we, well, we could, we, could, we could do what Tony Stark did. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, go go back
0: in time? Yeah, no, I'm not going to re- redo your time. So, um, but he kind of goes over the survivor's guilt thing, saying we got to move on, we got to push on. And, of course, it leads to him meeting up with Black Widow, who's kind of having a like teleconference with uh, with different members. Of course, Captain Marvel, uh, Rocket, Rhodey, Okoye from Wakanda, um, and of course a little forementioned mention about a uh, an arms deal or a group in Mexico that was uh, justly murdered, and apparently it might have been Clint. So clearly, just things are just like grim disarray. Not really, not really in the greatest of things going on right now. But it does cut over to a storage facility. And in that storage facility is the rat that saved the entire fucking universe. As one rat
5: <laughs> crawls. Not, not my favorite part of this.
0: But. A rat crawls across a familiar brown van's equipment, thus triggering Scott Lang to escape from the quantum realm to, of course, discover all the craziness that has been gone on. How's that on still powered? Since the, what's that?
5: How's that still powered?
0: He turned it on. Five it was years,
5: it. battery not running. Five years, yeah. You leave your phone for five years, you can turn it on. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number one, <laughs> and
0: then pick number one. <laughs> so, um, I also love Scott like re like f- like figuring things out on his own. Like you see him. Oh, wow, that was through, a really good scene. Like yeah. the the going through the city or going through the the town when he's going up to his to Cassie's house and like. The, the garbage is overflowed, kind of like what Frank was just talking about earlier, about, like, seeing the disarray, seeing the fucking monuments of all the names of people who are blipped off, which I thought was kind of cool because he's looking for everyone's name, and he can't find – and he thought thinks of Cassie, and when he looks for Cassie, he doesn't see Cassie's name, but he sees his because everyone assumed that he blipped off of the face of the planet just like everybody else. Um, I didn't like the
5: scene with the kid on the bike where he's like – What happened to yeah, you? crying. To and I'm yeah. like, why is this kid riding around crying 24-7? He has no idea of what Scott Lang's going through. <laughs> well, not not even just
1: crying. I mean, this kid's growing up in this oddly, is... like, mostly dystopian kind of kind of landscape. Yeah. So, I mean, so the look on his face is that despair that I think everybody's <laughs> feeling at this point. That's why I really love that scene because
5: know, he, at this point, Scott has no fucking clue Seven going years on. old? He was two oh, when no. it happened. No, he was probably, probably aware. It. He was probably older than that. I, I just <laughs> felt like it, it was like odd for him to turn around crying when he asked him like what happened here. Because five years, six, you might be like sad or whatever, but you have it, it was done with the character having knowledge of another character they shouldn't have had.
4: Getting more of the emotional effect of the
5: movie. I know it's the, what the yeah it's there for the emotional effect, but it just like I don't know why he would be doing respond like that.
0: I mean, I, I think it was. I didn't even catch he was crying. To be honest with you, I, I, I knew he just said like, "Hey." <laughs> I thought the kid was just here. looking at him like weird. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What happened here? Of course, you know what's oh, you know, happened. I also
4: sat there and went. Yeah. He turned and rode off again. Oh. So why did he do that? Was he snorting
0: coke? No. Yes.
5: <laughs> uh, his whole family got blipped away five years ago, and he's still crying on his bike. Which I mean is acceptable, but it's just a weird like. But I I, I know it's like for movie convenience. Yeah, it, which it's, is fine. It's
0: it's just n- another little like subtle thing about the about the tone and everything. But, mm-hmm. um, he finally catches up with Cassie, who of course is uh you know much older. Which again, listen, I, Paul Rudd did a fucking great job in this moment. Like the the acting of this. Like I know Paul Rudd's not everyone's cup of tea, but I think it was. He did a good job of, like, just kind of, like, taking everything in, like, kind of wrapping his head around everything and then seeing his daughter for the first time. And and he's like, you're so big. And, like, kind of, like, you see him, like, shocked, relieved, happy to see her, confused as fuck, like, all just in one, like, emotional and captional moment when he goes to hug her. It's within the
5: character. And that's why it works so well. Like, I mean, his character was always kind of, like, a smaller emotional spectrum. And it, it works where, like, he doesn't. You don't want to see him sitting there and sobbing because it wouldn't really make sense for his character up to this point. But it, it works so well because he does convey all those emotions.
2: Yes. And that's what I was going to say. I think Scott Lang is Scott Lang, the guy that plays his character. I I thought this was pretty good on his part, the way he the way he did this. Because it, throughout all everything that I've seen him in because of who he is as a character, he's always trying to be funny. He did. Exactly. Have to even really try in this movie, right? And that's what I liked about him in this. I can get along with. He really brought an emotion. It made you think. This movie did make me think. Like five years, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what this movie did to me. I mean, that's where it hit. I mean, it's good. That's all I can say. I, I thought Scott Scott Lang's character was better, especially at this point in the movie. It kind of conveyed like what the, the fuck's range going on.
4: Paul actually has. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all
2: I'm
0: getting at. So Lang, of course, goes to Romanoff and Rogers at the Avengers headquarters and the compounds and explains uh, that while five years have passed in general for them, it was really only five hours for him in the quantum realm, and of course, that time stretches le- stretches much differently there. With the concept saying, he's like, what if we could tap into the quantum realm and use it to navigate through time? He's like, you mean like a time machine? No, not like a – yeah, like a time machine. I know that sounds stupid, (laughs) right? So, of course – So it goes back to
4: to uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's a truth serum. No, it's not a truth
0: serum. Truth serums don't exist. (laughs) Yeah, it is a truth serum. Oh my God, it is a truth serum. So of course they're like, well, we need to figure out how to do this. Who are we going to go see? We're of course going to go see the smartest man that we know, which of course is none other than Tony Stark. We see that the three go to Stark, who is now raising a child, a little g- girl named Morgan with none other than Pepper, uh, with a nice little cabin out in the middle of the woods, which is another little nod to what uh, Tony said at the end of Avengers Age of Ultra. He's like, maybe I'll go get a little cabin out in the woods with Pepper and build a nice little, you know, something, which is exactly what he did. Um, so, of course, they go to him and explain their theory about the quantum realm. They can use the... Uh, used to go back in time and can uh, do what, (laughs) what Scott considers a time heist, which I I love that phrase. Um, Of course, Tony's like, no, can't be done, blah, blah, blah. Don't want to risk losing what I can, what I have here and says, listen, you guys are free to stay here for lunch. If you want, otherwise, uh, if you don't talk shop, otherwise there's the door and uh, they depart. So this to me makes all the sense in the world. I completely understand Tony being in the position he's in because as we saw the very, very beginning of the movie towards the end of infinity war about the idea of like, that's it. We've lost. I've lost everything. Fuck y'all. I'm out. Peace. And he's gone. He's just like, he's not in the city. He's he's literally out in the middle of the woods. He's living life. He's married with pepper and they have a daughter and I don't blame him for also being apprehensive of not only just the concept in general of time travel, because I think Tony's smart enough to know Time travel is a tricky business. But on top mm-hmm. of that, he doesn't want to lose. And that's something he mentioned so many times. He doesn't want to lose what he has because he did get very lucky. He got very lucky with the snap that he didn't lose Pepper and he didn't lose more than he – that others have.
4: Yeah, it's, this is exactly where Tony wanted to end up after the Accords became a thing and after if after Infinity War happening – figuring it was done with I could see him going out to the woods and saying you know what fuck every single one of you I am done this is now my life I'm now taking over my own situation
0: yep bring any
1: thoughts yeah, and on top of that he figured the battle the war's over they lost. He's like, why not go ahead and, you know, do exactly what I said I was going to do, go build this cabin on a lake and just live the rest of my life with Pepper because you know he's got more money than God, so he can do stuff like that. But uh but yeah, so also what it does for the for the movie is it it puts him in a different position because he's actually managed to build a life after this terrible loss. One that is actually really really good for him. So it also put it all. It's it's going to make him choose between jeopardizing that and doing what's right by you know hooking back up with the team and going and you know mixing it up with Thanos again. It, and so the decision for him is like, well, the chances of us actually undoing all the crazy shit that's going on is pretty low. I mean, do I do I risk what I've got? And, and he even says that he's like, get back what we lost, absolutely, but keep what I I have, what I found. Absolutely. I, I can't sacrifice one for other. I don't want to be put in that position. So if I have to not bring back and not defeat Thanos and not snap these people back to existence to keep what I have, then that's how it's going to be. Because I'm not going to give up what I have now to go back to what I had before. And that, what I have now is important to me, and that's my life now.
0: Right. And that ripples in that conversation he has with Pepper later on. Absolutely. Well, it's
5: extremely needed in this movie. Like, Tony Stark's arc is extremely needed. Everybody else is trying to reclaim something they've lost. He's the one of the only characters that's not that way. And you need to have that, especially with where they go with him. Otherwise, the emotional weight just wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I gotta give... but Something about fucking Marvel, just in general. They are able to get a cast together and just fireworks. Like, they just seem to know and maybe the set is fun as shit or something because everybody has really good chemistry with each other. Almost everybody.
4: Almost. Like the, that,
5: yeah. that, 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 that the, the young kid and Tony Stark, man, the young kid does great in this. And, uh, she, like they needed that. They needed that young actress to be that good because you have to care for what's going to happen. Right. Oh, trying
2: to oh I was just going to say, I, we're up to the Heather. I had to step away had to take care of Wendy. But, uh, no, I actually like this because, again, sets the tone for the
3: movie. Mm -hmm.
2: So, you're seeing where I'm going with this. The more, especially with Tony Stark, we know where we're going. I, I, by this time, figured out what was going to happen. But... Just, again, the tone for the movie. It's going to be one of those movies where it's going to be everybody's going to want to cry at the end. That's, for me, Hmm. it was good. It was good. It was good storytelling. Again, good storytelling. Uh, A a good movie plants seeds. Exactly. And
5: this movie does that. At the very beginning, it does it for, and it's hard to do it for the amount of characters they're juggling. It's not as bad as Infinity War when they had 500 characters. Right. But, uh, I mean, they do do a good job for the most part, of planting those seeds for the characters they want to include in this. There are some characters that they kind of just do a bit dirty, but uh, we're not there yet.
0: No,
4: Not yet. No. Um, We'll get there. We're going to get there.
0: (laughs) So, of course, with Tony being out, they decide to turn their uh, attention to the second smartest person they know, none other than Bruce Banner, who let's just say Bruce has had some minor changes going on. So between the events of Infinity War and Endgame, Bruce has apparently embraced Hulk as part of him and has now melded his own consciousness and the Hulks together into one. Um, He does initially say that he is on board with it, but kind of somewhat glosses over the details of the idea of saying, like, I used to think that Hulk and I were two opposite ends of the spectrum. We were constantly fighting, but now we are blended together and we have the best of both worlds. I got the mind of Banner, but the body and the strength of Hulk. And to be fair, and to be very, you know, to somewhat be devil's advocate here, I think we mentioned this in the Infinity War review. But apparently, there was a cut scene from the Infinity War movie that was supposed to showcase this moment happening, where Brit Banner and Hulk are having like discussions internally, to the point where it gets to where you see him like, "We figured it out." And and there's even a scene where like. Black Widow's, like, trying to do the, hey, big guy, sun's getting real low, and then he goes, it's me, Nat, and, like, you can see, like, the actual, like, it's it's Banner's brain and, and Hulk's he, body. He said something that threw me
5: off, and it was just in passing, but he said 18 months in a Gamma lair or something along those lines? Yes,
0: he said, like, 18 gamma, months in a Gamma, gamma lab.
5: Gamma lab. Yeah. Oh, Gamma lab. And I'm like... So he spent 18 months combining, like, I guess, the physiology of Hulk and the mental capacity of himself. He was like a so freshman it was in college. More than was just like, So it was more than just like we came to a conclusion and we're going to work together. It, right. more like it, it, it implied there was more of a struggle to, to it
0: than initially. I hate this. I agree. You hate it I
5: mean, I do – no, I just – I don't, like – of what they've done with the Hulk in general—they no, never really they gave the really Hulk this time.
2: Yep, because I mean, all this for, is all not the
5: best thing about the Hulk, right? The best thing about the Hulk is the problem between the two versions. Right.
2: So, so the Incredible Hulk to me was underutilized. Number like under underutilized throughout this whole thing, in my opinion, because. And I and I kind of understand why because the Hulk. I mean, yeah, you heard little things like, "Me take no elevator." So you were he was understanding and able to respond to people, but it was like Hulk Smash. That's it. That's all everybody wanted from him.
5: I, I still want the dichotomy between him as a human and him as a Hulk. I do. Like I feel feel like they got to this point because they wanted to end. They wanted to get to a point where they wanted to be, but they didn't treat the character with enough respect to get there. This is the one character for sure for me that they didn't do that with. Well, I find it hard to exa- to really examine that character in depth without putting him in a
1: standalone film, and they can't do that because of license or uh, distribution stuff. Yeah, so that, that, that might be the problem. It, it's it's Carol, really it's right? it's really hard to get to the core of the Banner Hulk relationship when you're when you have to surround it with the other Avengers that need their screen times, they have their stories you need to tell. So, I mean, if you think about it, you've only really got 10 to 15 minutes, roughly, of actual time per movie that you can commit
5: to actually breaking down that relationship between do Hulk you and Banner. Think, and that's not do enough. You th- do you think they needed to go in this direction for Hulk? Could they still yes. have had Banner and Hulk being at odds?
2: I think they could have. And then he figured it we,
1: out. Yeah, I mean, I think they could have, but I mean, a lot of fans have been wanting Professor Hulk. They've been wanting things like uh, Planet Hulk. So, I mean, if you can give them tastes of it here and there over the course of the franchise. I mean, there, there's who a knows lot, what they're doing with it now? There's a lot
0: <laughs> you could still do with the character. I, I get where you're coming from 100%. Especially for me, I, I wish they would have shown a little bit of the struggles that it took for him to get to that point as opposed to just everything I would have taken like a newspaper article. I would have taken like a quick flashback, even just like a moment of like him screaming in a gamma lab with like green smoke. And then like, you know, you know what I mean? Like skimmy me something other than just like it happened off camera, but there I is
5: preferred they done like included him as one of the main adventures with an arc during this movie. I mean, I know it has a three-hour runtime. There's other things you could have cut down on to give him five, ten minutes more screen time to kind of make that melding of the minds work.
0: Yes. I think this is what we were talking about with Thor Ragnarok. With like, especially cut,
5: cut off ten minutes from the fucking final fight scene. It doesn't need to be 50 minutes long. It really does not. I'm sorry, but Jesus Christ, that went on forever. Yeah,
0: well, I, I just um, think that there 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 is still more you can do with the Hulk character that doesn't involve Bruce and Hulk being at, like, each other's odds ends. I mean, I get – yes, that's that's what brings him to the dance, and that's what is probably going to be the most intriguing at this point. But there is other stories and arcs that you can do with him. Um, it will probably
5: feature that somewhat heavily, I'm hoping, but somewhat heavily in
0: She-Hulk. I think they're going to allude to it.
5: Um, well he's got to basically train her to control it. So we're yep. going to see how he did it through, yeah. Yeah. Through them alluding to it basically. <laughs> but But I um w- w- sorry, where where did you end? Cuz I can't <laughs> recall.
0: No, I was just I was just saying in general that like uh Bruce is on board the whole Hulk thing of him like m- merging his mind together. Um and then meanwhile, while he's getting off of that, uh, while well, they're focusing on that. Uh, Romanoff hears uh, after hearing reports from Rhodes of an assassination uh, that operates with similar methods to a certain Clint Barton. Uh, leaves to go find him. Barton, of course, consumed with grief after the loss of his family, has been operating under the mantle Ronin, while brutally massacring criminal cartels and gangs around the world in order to try and improve the world that's still left. Natasha, of course, finds him in Japan. I love how she, like, it didn't take her any effort whatsoever to find him, but whatever. And after some convincing, he agrees to rejoin the team in order to try and bring his family back. Um,
2: Before we do, you know who... So that guy was. I right? was gonna point out something real quick. So you, you he, so we're getting to Hawkeye, right? Yep. We're on Hawkeye now. Okay. So the guy that he fought at the end. Yep. Do y'all know Love who that, that, that is?
5: Yeah, he's a he's actually like a uh, honest to god swordsman. He knows how to use weapons, and he was in a bunch of different things. He was in um. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat.
4: He was Scorpion. Yeah, yeah, he was Scorpion, oh, but he was
5: been in, he's been in so much before that, and he's, hes like, oh, like at yeah. I I I his uh, record.
2: 1966 was his very first movie. Yeah, the guy
5: is, like, 60 years old, and looks like a G. He's yeah. in Westworld. He's been in a lot of things.
2: But I just wanted to point that out real quick. If nobody caught that, it was one of those little i call in Easter Egg, because I, I mean, Opt for that. The the, the, the Actually, funny.
4: You, sorry, go ahead. I'll. After. The, the
5: funny thing about this movie is they have like cameos of people that are relatively famous in bit parts in this movie a lot. Like you have uh that that guy that was from The Hangover that's from Community playing the security guard. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah,
0: sure. yeah. <laughs> Which that's that's a running gag with well not a running gag but it's a running thing with all the Russo's uh, movies they directed. If you look, there's a member of Community in each one of them. Yeah, there's two members movies. in this. Yeah. yeah,
5: there's two members in this because you got the. Uh, I I don't. I can't remember what her name was in Community, but she's there in the elevator. Yes. On. Yep. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um. So so Hawkeye's fucked up. Uh, he's killing people now as Ronan. Which
2: again, they had to do something with his character arc, and they they, they, they give them credit. They did a better job of arcing his character as quickly as they did. And I will say that he, he, Jeremy Renner is really good at what he does. Yeah.
5: He's a good actor.
2: Very good. Yeah. And he, he, I mean, they
5: all are.
2: (laughs) Right. No. And that's, that's the point I'm getting to is that it's the tone of the movie, but I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, but no, his character arc is really quick. But again, that five years later, I go back to that five years later. When they did that so slow, there's a reason why they did it. But I, I want
4: to give them credit also because it looked like they made Jeremy Renner slim down for yes. this
2: movie. He just looked which
4: like it's the five year gap of having no family and just being eaten
2: alive by rage. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 what I mean by that. In um, my opinion, he does it so well.
0: I also particularly like it. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. Um, because on one hand, I was like, "Man, I really wish they did more." They, they did more to kind of flush out a little bit of, of Hawkeye's story. And again, trying not to jump too far ahead, they do talk a lot more about his time as Ronan in the Hawkeye series, which is very refreshing. Um, I almost
5: wish the Hawkeye series took place during his
0: time as Ronan. Well,
5: <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I haven't seen it, so maybe you should watch it. It's very much
1: it's very much influenced by his time as Ronan. Yeah.
0: Oh, it okay. is a major well, that's um you. That's good too. Crux of it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big it's a big pillar of of it. But um but either way, I love that they adapted Ronan. That's another little comic nod too, which I which I liked. Um Ronan? Yeah, Ronan. Not the
5: Ronan from Guardians.
0: Yeah, no. yeah, god damn it! There's so many. Fuck. There's two Ronins now. I just isn't is Ronin really. like a um,
5: disavowed samurai or something. Yes, what does the, the term yeah. actually mean? Yes, something like that, right? Oh, right. Okay,
2: so I'm, that's what. But I'm just saying. But go, uh,
0: ahead. go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Your thoughts on on uh, them adopting Ronin, Frank?
1: <laughs> I liked it. I think it was more. I don't know that they necessarily had plans to to do to make that a significant part of the Hawkeye series For, down yeah. the line. But I think it was kind of like Professor Hulk. It wasn't necessarily significant to the movie. It was just one of those things from the comic books they wanted to put in there to a satisfy fans and b it was a good way of it was a good way of showing the effect of losing his family on Hawkeye of him going off the deep end and being like you know what I've got nothing left I'm just going to go ahead and find all these you know bad people from around the world and you know make sashimi out of them because what do I have left except to just just spread justice as far as my sword will reach. And that just becomes his entire purpose. I, I do think that it would have been cool to see all this play out to see him struggle over a long period of time, like a series as opposed to just making it kind of something like it happened in the past and it kind of, and it kind of was a, it kind of was a bit of a plot point in the Hawkeye series, but without him being actually being Ronan, right, I think right, it would have right. been fun to explore that time of his life a little more. But I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was a little bit of fan service in a movie that is just
5: steeped in it. <laughs> so
1: yeah, it, it wasn't bad. But I mean, but you understand why he's
5: there. So. Yeah, you know what? This it's it's not a complaint about the movie. if Anything it's a be commending them. There's so much of interest in this movie that it could have been multiple things. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, like I could have sat down and watched the five years later in like six different series and then get to end game. Cause there's so much yeah. jam packed that, that's of interest that really helps build character. And it's a, um, it's good on them for being able to like do it in three hours <laughs> and still make it like, you know, a good movie.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, this was we said this in Infinity War too about like how much of an uphill battle it was to do Infinity War with so many fucking characters, let alone with this one where you have not only presumably the same amount, but just so much like so much to do with, and and it's kind of like we just mentioned before. Well, Trauma
5: is harder than action, though, right? You want to let it breathe, right? And that's what's difficult about this movie because there's a lot of dramatic points that you kind of have to make them. Make them count for something, but also you can't. You only have three hours and five
0: minutes. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's 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 tough to do it in one in one sitting. Um, but at this point, they decide to bring everybody together or try to bring everybody together, and they even do a little bit of a field test with uh, with Scott as far as trying out the time travel with Professor Hulk at the, at the helm. Um, I just thought this is a little funny comedic moment where they keep sitting him back several times. He shows up as an old man, and shows up as a baby, and then shows up as himself. Can't tell if he peed himself, or old him peed himself. Like, there was just a bunch (laughs) of, yeah.
5: It's a funny gag. I just, I was confused about what the fuck was happening. I know they were trying to work out time travel, but it's like, are you reaching in the past and bringing forward a certain versions? Because it shouldn't
0: like mm-hmm. I, I, I
5: I know what they're failing at, what they're doing, yeah. Essentially, and that, that is I'm going to use as the answer for what's happening. I, I also <laughs> did like
0: the fact that like Hulk needed to use a pencil because his fingers are too fucking big for the switches and the buttons.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, good attention to detail. Just a
0: little shit like that. So while they're trying to figure this all out, uh, Tony, who is still kind of back and forth about what's going on, and and he realizes that uh, he sees a picture. Of himself with with peter and the uh the picture with him and peter is them as him holding up i believe it's some sort of like degree or something like that but it's upside down so of course this is a little bit of a gives a little bit of an inspiration for him to test out a mobius strip basically the concept of time travel but inverts it meaning he flips it upside down and wouldn't you know it that question so fast he answers he figures out jesus christ he figures if out, only you
5: devoted your to- Fucking life to time travel, he, he basically so he's he out second. time travel
0: in an afternoon. It's fucking insane. Uh, yeah. but, but I mean, it's that's... the first.
5: It's the first test as but well. It's, but it's, I, I mean, yeah. he gets assistance because they tell him, right? Of course, like, it, they tell him like this is what we're thinking. I did doing.
0: also. I did also like how he yells shit, and Morgan's like shit. He's like, nope, that's what that's what mommy says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love his
5: interactions with that with his daughter in the movie. Like, I, I love those interactions.
0: So he does, of course, put his daughter to bed. We have, of course, the infamous line that if you guys are watching this on the YouTube channel, you can see he is right behind. Frank on his billboard over there, <laughs> the I love you 3000, which, fuck, that was a clever line, which Robert, yeah, Downey, I love you six thousand. Robert Downey Jr. mentioned that his daughter had told him that once, and the and the rooster's like, that's a good line. Let's use that. Uh, of course, with him saying yeah. I love you a ton, I love you 3000, because 3000 is more than a ton. Um, he does sit down with Pepper and – He's very He does sit down with Pepper <laughs> and, of course, mentions that he did discover tri- time travel and figures it out. But he basically, like we were talking about earlier, what Frank was mentioning about the whole, like, Tony building himself a life and not having to do with it. It's the constant back and forth of doing the right thing versus, like, protecting we what know. he has.
5: Potts knows, too.
0: What? Potts knows that.
5: immediately. As soon as he figured it out, it's going to happen. Yeah. Because that's – that's, I for, that's I
4: also, the, the only time I will commend any lines that come out of Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth is this one time. So you'll go to bed. But will you ever rest?
0: Yeah, which is nice, a nice little foreshadowing, yeah. which I appreciated. Um, and I particularly like that scene just because it reemphasizes what we talked about before. So, of course, this prompts Tony to swing on by the Avengers compound, saying that he did figure things out with time travel. Um, he says, I just want a peace. lot of
5: Audi going on here. What's up? A uh, fucking car. Audi. <laughs> like, I'm surprised the spaceships aren't made by Audi. At this point in time. <laughs>
0: right. they, they got did. a lot of
5: product placement oh. going
0: on. I'm like, I you saying there's an audio issue. I'm like, what? No, yeah, there's a lot of Audis <laughs> no, in this. No, no. Yeah. Slow, like, I thought it was a commercial. Yeah, that was a commercial with the way he's just, like, slowly going around. Uh, <laughs> he was going pretty fast, but then he slowed <laughs> up. He was, very
5: so
4: feeling, but he was barely moving at what? the same time.
5: <laughs> Avengers <laughs> Endgame, brought I'm to you
0: by Audis.
4: Audi. Anthony, oh, Anthony, what are you
0: doing? world. Russo Brothers, what are you doing? Getting our paycheck. Yes. <laughs> well, if you
1: think about it, this movie costs something like north of four hundred and fifty to five hundred million to make. <laughs> yes. So uh,
3: yes. a little so bit of problem where,
5: to offset that cost. You know, yeah, what, I'm fine, with it. I'm, so, fine so, with it. I'm fine with it. It wasn't egregious. It, since, it,
0: it, since since uh since Frank that. brought it up real quick, the budget for this movie was somewhere between three hundred and fifty six to four hundred million at the box office this movie drew in two point seven nine eight bub billion dollars. Uh, being one of the top-grossing movies in cinematic history. Um, well, they, I don't think it's number a, one a, anymore, though. The, I think, I think
1: no, they re-released Avatar be, for reasons passing understanding, and Avatar doing. ended up making just enough to, to edge it back top out. I mean, yeah, that's, that's that's, that's <laughs> petty.
4: <laughs> <laughs> by top Gun, I think it was.
5: Maybe in like no, the no. initial open weekend, but overall, that I think that's the difference. Top Gun made a lot in the initial open, and it's made a lot in general. But like overall, um, I think yeah, Avatar is still number one somehow
0: because they re released because they're bitter like that. So well, um, heard,
5: I heard I saw an other article that said Avatar was not number one anymore,
0: but well, but anyway, I, I, I mean, did I, too.
5: But then they re released it.
0: Yeah, Avengers, on IMAX. Avengers is definitely in the top. House. Is definitely in the top three at the very least. Even if we, even with really, re-releases aside, <laughs> or top two, yeah, re-releases aside. It's number so, one in my heart. <laughs> so i'm a target um good. so tony of course says i just want peace it, and though. decides to give captain america back his shield as they start to reassemble things and get things together and he goes we are getting the entire team back together are we which of course prompts good old bruce banner and rocket to go to the small town of new asgard where valkyrie and the last survivors of asgard have settled before we get any further, this is something I mentioned, I think, on the Infinity War review. And if I didn't, I'm going to mention it here. Where the fuck were these other Asgardians?
5: Well, yeah, what happened to fucking Rockman?
0: So we have Korg. I can't remember the other guy's name.
5: Uh, the the me, me too? Yeah, yeah. Me, so, yeah.
0: Me, me, and, and Valkyrie were apparently all on the ship. On with that Thanos blew up. So where were they at the beginning of Infinity War? Did they th- now presumably they escaped beforehand? But it was never really like set out loud. But it's, it's like
5: kind of lost over. <laughs> uh, also, why are they even, like fishermen? Because why not? <laughs> they came from like a super, super advanced civilization. They're like, well,
0: you know, as God what? is not, as God is not his place, never was. <laughs> From number we used to travel by the Bifrost. Now we do it by paddle boat. Number one dad, Odin. Law number two.
5: <laughs>
0: but that, that that was the only thing I'm yeah. like, where the fuck were these guys in Infinity War? I'm going to Odin's sleep. I yeah. <laughs> also
4: noticed there's drastically fewer of them.
0: Well, like, there is half because the other ones were killed.
4: you got, like I said, drastically fewer because you had the ones that were killed on the ship and then you had the ones that were snapped away and now they're left with this tiny little community. Shit, I didn't even
0: think of that, yeah.
2: 30 or 40 Asgardians.
0: They are
2: in Norway, though. At least they're staying true to their form. So,
0: isn't that now like a fourth of the Asgardians? Yeah. Thank God Korg wasn't snapped away. Korg's one of my favorites, thank God. Um, so they do find Thor, who has become extremely overwhelmed with guilt after failing to kill Thanos back in Wakanda. Thor has become immensely overweight. His hair and beard are overgrown. He spends his free time eating junk food, getting drunk, and of course, playing Fortnite with his friends, Korg and Meek. That's the name, Meek.
6: Um, Meek yeah. Or
0: Meek. Uh, Thor, of course, begrudgingly agrees to return to the Avengers after some convincing from Rocket and Banner. Um... I'm going to beat this into it. I'm beating this with like a dead horse. Thor has the, in my opinion, out of the heroes, he has the best arc. Um, he does. I agree. I, and this just kind of really solidifies like exactly what happened. He is riddled with guilt over what happened. You can't even say the word, the name Thanos in front of him without getting an emotional reaction out of him. And he's in denial. He's like, I'm done. It's over. You know, we're here now. And he's, and he's clearly depressed. He's depressed he's because most. he's failed. Right. He's lost everything. It's like, yeah, of course he would be like this.
5: He's lost the most of everybody. Like, he I lost mean... all his family. He lost all his of the Asgardians. Like, like, like you guys said, the Asgardians live in a tiny town with, like, yeah. <laughs> maybe a thousand people. <laughs> so they're, they're... – he's fucked, and this here's perfectly another... makes sense for, for his me, grief.
2: For me, here's another reason why I love the Thor character and I think Heather can vouch for this, is he reminds me of my father. Yeah. He, he hit PTSD, but he didn't want to accept it, and he just wanted to drink it away. I, it worst? I can buy it.
4: What, the best part about all of this is they show up in the house, and you hear Rocket say, well, something died in here. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear Thor saying, are you here for the cable? And you just see his head at first. You don't see the rest of him. Yeah, they tease him. His them. head. His yeah. has been out for a few weeks <laughs> and it's driving me crazy. And then all of a sudden he turns and sees who it is. And then you see the
2: rest of him. It's just like, Sexful.
4: oh, reality hit him hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, he he is, especially when uh, Rocket started talking to him. Yeah. And he said what he said, and he said never coming back. But wouldn't you like to get, you know, you, not every? I don't think I don't remember. He was more worried about. We'll see it later. Hold <laughs> on, <laughs> Rocket you is know like what I'm talking about Space Raccoon Father.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, the like, Russo said that the last words that Groot say to uh, to Rocket before he snaps away in in his te- in his name, you know, I am Groot is goodbye, Dad.
5: Yeah, he's basically the father of the Guardians of the Galaxy, even though he's a fucking raccoon. I I did absolutely love this scene. Um, Anything with Thor has been spot on for the most part for me. I mean, the movies dip, like the individual movies dip somewhere, but uh, this movie does some great things with that character. And they took the balls to do it. I read online that they had fucking backlash and a half about making him bigger.
6: Like yep. putting a bathtub oh,
5: yeah. on the guy. It's like, oh, well, no, we want yeah. super ripped Thor. Yeah. Look at yeah. yeah. Thor Love all and all Thunder. Over the world. Yeah. Thor Love Thunder, the guy looks like one big muscle.
4: Yeah. And all the women and gay men of the world were extremely upset about his physique.
5: It's like, are <laughs> like watching the Disney movie for the wrong people. reason. Just go <laughs> pull up pictures of Chris Hemsworth and jack yourself to death. <laughs> You're watching the movie for the wrong yeah. reason. Not the same, um,
0: but w- w- uh, but what about you, Frank? I mean, your thoughts about the 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 change, the drastic change in Thor's character in the, in this in this sense?
1: Well, well it kind of makes sense. He's he's broken. He feels more responsible than, well, he feels anyway more responsible than anybody else in the Avengers for not being able to stop Thanos. So What's What's so not what? only is he not only well, think about where he's at at this point. He his mother and father have died. He's and- lost. Asgard, he's lost ha- he's lost half of the Asgardians. Lost he was time. supposed to be the one to lead Asgard into this great new era as their king, uh, you know, when when Odin goes into his Odin sleep. But now he's got like he's basically just hanging out with 20 of the Asgardians that are left on some like northeastern village. And not only that, but the great warrior that he feels himself to be couldn't he finally met his match in Thanos. So the guy's got a lot going on upstairs right now. I mean, so, so it's, it's not any shock that he was just kind of like, fuck it, I'm not worthy of anything anymore. I mean, well, at this point, you know, Mjolnir's been, been torn apart by Hela, so he doesn't even have the, the his, his, uh, his hammer. I mean, yeah, he's got Stormbreaker, which isn't a bad thing, but it's like he's, he's had so much loss over the course of this, you know, of his run, that he's, yeah, that he's, he's feeling pretty broken. I mean, because, look, he's one of the, he is a god. He's, exactly. He he can look at the rest of the he can look at the rest of the avengers and think you guys are just humans with some special abilities i am a fucking god i am the god of thunder i am odin's <laughs> so, son and i lost
2: <laughs> what what, what thor, another thing that thor did for me is it it kind of humanized him Oh, yeah but, i mean heard?
5: his whole arc has been going that way
2: yeah. that, and that and that's but it's kind of like and i i'm not i don't mean to bring it up obi-wan kenobi if you think about it he had to find himself, and he essentially does... Very much
5: loss and like, grief, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and that's res- like, Thor, and, like failed responsibility. He's just... He was to that point, fuck this shit, I don't want to deal with it anymore, fuck it.
5: I mean, to fuck. that point, uh, you got Thor, I mean, you got people, oh, we failed Earth. Thor failed, what is the seven or nine realms? He failed <laughs> fucking... Yeah. Yes. Everybody. Nine
2: realms. Yeah. yeah. Nine realms in the one universe that Captain Marvel flies around in. And,
5: and it does nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or as Rocket Raccoon said so eloquently in the beginning,
4: you're going to go disappear so you can go get another haircut.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. I, I, oh, I had a question. They talk about an earthquake. Something like Earthquakes are happening. It started happening. They talk about earthquakes on other planets. They say, I'm going to go investigate this shit.
0: No, they're saying there was an uh, there was an earth there was a te- uh, tectonic plate shift underwater near Wakanda or near Africa. And... Well, but then not they say, like what's happening on Earth? is happening
5: everywhere else. In reference to that, and then she's like, "I'm gonna go look into it."
0: In terms of like half of existence being fucking gone, I think it was what they were. You don't have to,
5: to look into it. You just need to accept that that's already happened. I thought she oh. was talking about earthquakes. Why were the earthquakes a thing in this movie at all? They, it question. was
4: mentioned to the general of Wakanda that there was an earthquake underwater near Wakanda.
5: Maybe it's more. Uh, I guess they're saying, you know, like, the disasters he happening here. He said, just, like, the disasters are happening, was happening everywhere, everywhere else.
4: Not investigate it.
0: Maybe it's Namor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I, honestly, I think that was the uh, that was a small little Easter egg because it's now one hundred percent confirmed that Namor is going to be in the new uh, Wakanda Forever movie coming oh, out in right. November. So, yep, that probably w- which actually goes back to uh, what was it Iron Man two or two. three one or two Iron Man two where they're sitting in there in the shop towards the end of the movie and you see on the computer screens all these things happening. Uh, one of them is. Is supposedly Wakanda. There's one little alert that's coming from Africa. There's another alert that is actually showing footage of the Incredible Hulk movie that uh, oh, they yep, did. Yep, it was yep. actually the first movie that was in the MCU. So, it so yeah, same, it's, it's, it's same right same in movie. line with the little – yeah, it's right in line with the little nuggets that they dropped. Because so, I know a lot of people were thinking that as soon as you said that line, some earthquake mm-hmm. in the ocean. They were like, Namor,
5: Namor. Well, I don't know who Namor is. Uh, me. Basically, He's basically you know, their version of Aquaman.
0: Yep, Yeah. Basically, put wings on his feet. So um, at this point, they recruited Thor. So after testing the quantum time machine, they decide to do a dry run with Barton, who confirms that it works with him going back and seeing his family, uh, which I I thought that was – a great little scene in terms of like how they're going to test it with, they're going to do it with Clint. Who's the guy who has nothing to lose. And then he, he's able to reunite with his family and kind of, you can see in his emotional, like, yeah, it fucking worked. Here's the baseball glove. And they're like, they fucking did it. Um, also, I just need to point out, I hate Bruce Banner's explanation of time travel. I really, uh, really I, I, hate Time
5: travel in this movie in general can just suck my asshole. but
0: But, 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 but but like, just aside for a second, his explanation it, it,
5: it, of it yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Isn't
0: is, is frustrating to me because he's like, you're you're you, I can't even fucking remember the line he's he says. He's basically
5: saying your your new the, the new future the new is past can't be your, your past, future. Some, like what? he's basically like at this point in time are uh. they just. Uh, it doesn't, like, nothing makes sense.
0: It's inferior to Steven's. Uh, uh, maybe that's just me.
5: Just... I, I listened to what he said. I want, I will give money to somebody that understood what the fuck the guy was talking about.
0: I get it. I, I get it, but it
5: makes no sense. It doesn't, because your past is now your future. Or your future but is now your wouldn't past. Wouldn't that to have to have happened in the past to happen in the present? Yeah. Like, so, for instance, if they go back and mm. Captain America fights Captain America, shouldn't current Captain America know that he fought captain america in the past there Again. it is law number three no but they, they try to explain this it's just doesn't really i then they say it's a new reality or something that i can get behind but then that's not necessarily happening i guess right. because right, here, like
0: here's the line he goes if you think about it if you go into the past the past becomes your future and your former present becomes the past, which now can't be changed by your new future. What?
4: <laughs> exactly. It, 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 it makes more sense to go along with the lines of you change one thing in the past, you change everything in the future. That's yeah, you get how that it alternate
5: timeline, it. you get that multiverse shit going on, or alternate timeline shit going on. Otherwise, I like it it literally like I, I guess your future is what you change in the past. But then how can the past play out the way it did? Like There's Somebody so Frank save me.
0: Frank, save me. Frank save me. Frank, are you in the same boat as us here or? I
1: forever now have hated time travel in movies. I hate time I, travel in general. I agree. I, I the, the concept of time travel is interesting to think about. It, like in real life if it were ever going to be possible. Like, how would you do it? Would you do it? But there's a couple things they did here. Number one is they they made the explanation for it so obtuse that Mm -hmm. you just didn't care yeah it's, <laughs> it's like you're going back to basically that. what he, yeah ba- now the way that I got that they explained it is that, okay, we're in this timeline right now. if we go back in time and alter su- whatever and come back, we're just going to be in our timeline. that just causes a different timeline to branch off, so we're not going to go to the f- back to our present time of that timeline we're going back to our present time of our timeline. My ears are starting to bleed just even saying that stuff yep. because it seems <laughs> yes. it's just it's so <laughs> it's ridiculous. So like- now, it it works in movies like Back to the Future because it's 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 a goofy movie anyway, and who fucking cares about eighty eight miles an hour and getting right. getting a car struck by lightning? Yeah. But but when you're trying to make it a plot point of a of, well, maybe not a serious film, but when you're trying to work it in and really make it make sense. It's like I would rather them have just built a flex capacitor and done it that way. That would have made a little more sense to me. Oh, but, okay, I mean, it, but whatever. It, it, I mean it's, it's what it is. It's what it is. They time traveled. They just made the explanation ridiculous so that nobody really wanted to think about it. They just turned their brains off and were like, whatever. I'm
5: stuffing my face full of popcorn and just to go get the stones. <laughs> there is an indie film that does time travel pretty good. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Primal or something Wait, Someone is that like the that? one
0: with like Bruce Willis in it?
5: No, no, that's Looper. Okay, but there is one with no names in it uh, that does it pretty well, uh, because like if you're going to time travel, there's got to be a bunch of rules around doing such a thing, and like, I
0: time th- machines th- a th- bunch th- of th- bullshit.
5: I mean, the the thing I have like <laughs> they go back in the time, they talk to themselves. It's like, no,
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, no,
4: no, no I a machine. That has time travel involved if they see their former selves. Yeah, you it, have like a paradox. To, and to, be, can't have that
0: to be very honest with you, I would have bought a lot more of the time travel concept in this movie had they just removed that part with the Hulk's line. O- honest to yeah, God. Yeah. Well, it, they had
5: it, to try to explain it because people yeah, were going to be like, what the fuck? All been. I wrote was Paradoxapalooza incoming.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually makes the ancient one's excl- explanation uh, that we get later make more make, sense than what yeah. the Hulk, the actual fucking scientist. Uh,
5: this- <laughs> uh, also, he doesn't know shit. Why isn't Tony Stark telling us? He made babies. He made a grown man turn into a baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So at this point, though, they do decide to finally uh, – they will embark to retrieve all the stones uh, from different areas and different time points, basically splitting up into three different groups. And I, I did love how they actually figured out that three uh, of the Infinity Stones, depending on the year and the and the location, uh, would all be in New York at the exact same time, specifically the Time, the Mind, and the Space Stone, which, of course, leads uh, one team to go after the Reality Stone and another to go after the Soul and Power Stone. So there's three groups all together. So we have... Uh, Hulk, Captain America, Ant-Man, and Iron Man going after the Time, Mine and Space Stone during the Battle of New York in 2012 during the first Avenger movie. Rocket, Raccoon, and Thor are going to go to Asgard to retrieve the Reality Stone from right out of Jane Foster's skin. And then, of course, Nebula and Rhodes are going to go to Morag to take the Power Stone while um, Black Widow and Hawkeye will travel to... um, i trying to remember the name of that freaking planet. Where would I have it? Vormir to retrieve yeah, the soul stone. Now, a lot of these next scenes are going to be like interlocking with each other. So I'm just going to kind of go over all of these in like groups to make it a little bit easier. To just, group, yeah, because yeah, obviously a lot of these things are like intercut at different points in times. I figured this would just be easier to just all in one. So, First and f- so are you
5: – wait, wait, before you go. Are, are you on board with the idea that for me, I like the time heist. I hate the idea of how they got to it.
0: yes. And what do you mean by... Like I, I
5: enjoy them revisiting the past of the movies that made this movie.
0: Yes. Yeah. But is, I
5: hate that... the explanation for how they're <laughs> having that happen. Yeah. Okay, I, I,
2: okay. I'm gonna, let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick about the time travel thing. You know how I would have just said I don't give a fucking shit? Every now and then, no, like, Marvel puts Easter eggs in shit? Yeah. I don't have raccoon chasing Jane to fucking inject her ass with some sort... I buy
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> now he buys it. He... Okay. No, I'm saying I, I would buy it. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm fucking with you. No,
2: but the, I know. that's all
0: I'm saying. i know. That's a nitpick. Um, no, I, I see what you're saying, Basement. And yes, I do like a little, like the fact that you like get to see like, you know, different aspects and different parts of like mm. different, you know, scenes from other movies in the past. I think it's especially New York for obvious reasons, which we'll get to in a second.
5: Um, a very cool callback to what's heard at all, is what I'm right. saying. And I, it works in the plot.
0: I also know, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it, the, there's a combination a little bit of, I believe it's him tech combined <laughs> with Stark tech as far as the suits go. I don't know if anybody else caught that. The helmet's obviously looking mm-hmm. much more resembled like uh, Ant Man's suit, like Ant Man's mask. But no. if you notice, it's nanotech, which is also based off of like the Tony Stark suit. So it's a nice little like. Interesting blend of the two different styles, which I thought was kind of cool. So, Mm -hmm. let's talk about the big team first. Banner, Rogers, Lang, and Stark embarked to retrieve the Time, Mind, and Space Stones during the Battle of New York in 2012. So, Banner... Decides to go to the Sanctum Sanctorum, where he's informed by none other than the Ancient One that the taking the Time Stone from her would prevent, of course, so much other craziness going on. But I do love, he's like, I'm just going to take that. And she's like, you don't want to do this. You're right, I don't, but I have no choice. And she fucking astro projects Bruce Banner right out of the Hulk's body. Great way to start off the conversation. So she basically explains, just like we mentioned before... Uh, He's like, I don't think the science supports that. She goes, if you take the time stone, you're, do- you're dooming my universe and my realm to-, to peril. He goes, I don't think the science supports that. And she basically explains what I would think most of us here on the call, uh, on the panel, would say how time travel works. But she goes, if you remove the time stone from this, it will split off and cause a new, uh, new, a new series of events, a new sequence of events uh, that could be catastrophic and banner's like but we could always return the stones to the point which they were taken so chronologically it's as if nothing Nothing happened so which she was still a little apprehensive about it until banner says the infamous phrase then why did strange give it to thanos to which she kind of like snaps out of it for a second and she goes what do you mean she goes strange he gave thanos the time stone and she goes willingly he goes yes yes and of course with a flick of her wrist puts Bruce back in the Hulk's body and willingly gives the time stone over to Bruce she says strange is supposed to be the best of us so if hulk of course says so we must have done it for a reason so this kind of puts together the whole like oh yeah why did strange ever fucking do that and they actually i'm, I'm actually glad they at least try to close the loop on that little part
5: he's supposed to be yeah, the best of yeah they trying until... to try and close it until you get to the multiverse of madness or whatever
2: the fuck
4: hey,
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Definitely about the Bob best it. of us. Go <laughs> to Bobbitt on this one. I'd like to hear his thoughts on this shit. Dude, sell me.
5: Sell me, Bobbitt. Tell <laughs> me on what you want from me. Is he alive? Uh, he's alive. He's in the chat. Oh, there you go. He's in the chat.
6: Yeah, hey, I'm here. Tell me, tell, awesome me,
2: tell me on what's happened so far, please. You know I'm one of those guys I'm still trying to buy in. My thing is you know, you know, we got good storytelling. It's it goes movie to movie. So, so
0: Bob, what do you think about the scene with uh Hulk coming in with the time stone and uh the ancient one just like, Nope, here you go. I hate her head.
6: <laughs> <sighs> I thought that was a little a little too simple. Honestly. I like the scene like a fight or something between the two. It's like, nope, oh, here you go. Wait, wait, what?
5: Are you,
0: you you would have liked I mean, more of a struggle between
6: the two,
5: and
2: in one fight. You know what? I can kind of agree with that. Yeah, the Hulk interact- doesn't fight that There all. kind of was, but it it, it did make you you me go. I didn't. How can she do this? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect
5: a fight between those two, but the Hulk. was no, like my, I, I did, did
2: question it. why in the hell she was able to do this, the Hulk, but nobody else was. Well, she, she has that power. Did. She did it
5: to Doctor Strange. She's done yeah, to other people. That's no, no, part no, no. of her oh, repertoire. Wait. What do you mean?
2: It's all right. Moving on. Just, no, what and, do, you, what well, do you mean? The fact, like. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Bob.
6: But it's like the fact, that like, these stones are protected by these people for a reason,
3: mm-hmm.
6: and Hulk can just get just can get one get one on willy nilly. It's like. Did Thanos have have easier of a time, too? Well, it's sort
3: supposed
6: of. To be- <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean,
5: they're just, it's acquiring jewels, basically. I mean, Hulk has to, like, prove, like, he has to tell her why she needs to give it to him. And he mentions it offhand, which is kind of annoying to me, since he's supposed to be very smart. Uh-huh but again gotcha. he wouldn't really know anything about that. It's
0: true. I mean what what I mean Frank, do you think you should uh, do you I think know. the ancient one should have put more of a fight on this one or do you think this makes sense? I mean I I think it it sort of makes sense especially when the like aha like oh shit. Strange did that willingly?
1: Well, she okay. she under like she can't see past the end of her own life if you remember that from the first Doctor Strange movie. Yep. So she can only see up to that point. Mm-hmm. She does she cannot see in her wisdom everything that happens after that. So when he says, Why did why did he give up the stone? She goes willingly, and she knows what his powers are because she has his powers at that moment. So she's thinking to herself, he's the best of us. He's supposed to be the next sorcerer supreme. He wouldn't have done it just for shits and giggles. He would have done it just to give up. He either would have died defending the stone, or maybe maybe he gave it gave it up willingly as a means to an end, which of which of course he did with the whole fourteen million two hundred thousand five visions that he saw of the future right so she has faith in him as as a good person as as a good sorcerer to do the right thing so she's got to be thinking herself in that moment if he did it it had to have been for, for the right reasons it had to have been to get us to the point where we're going to defeat whatever evil is in front of us that's why she says you know what here I'm giving this I'm giving my version my timelines version of the stone to strange who I know I can trust with it so he can deal with whatever's being dealt with and she's obviously trusting Banner and whoever else to bring it back so that he can fix whatever branches off the timeline that he was talking about I mean she gets it she, I mean yeah. she it's her way of kind of envisioning the future even though she she can't see that far out because she is obviously at that point deceased. But how do
5: you get more frustrated with the Hulk, which is Bruce Banner?
2: I do too. I, I kind of get, this is where I get jumbled. I get hugely jumbled.
5: I'm not jumbled really. I'm just questioning the way that he didn't come at it from a tactical point of view, being as smart as he is. Um, agree, right? And th- this, is, this is where like the merging of their characters kind of hurt me because I can, if you want to say, well, he still has the Hulk instincts of being like he'll take what he wants and that's kind of what he insinuates but I mean in the mm-hmm. end he would be mm-hmm. like so can I have this and this is the main talking point Dr. Strange said he gave this away so come on. But her he says, line, in passing, it's not even like he means to say it, which is kind of frustrating for me. But, you know, isn't, whatever. It's
2: isn't her, isn't her line. He's supposed to be the best of us, which means how many of the Sorcerer Supremes are there? There's, there's
0: a lineage. But, yeah. she, but what to Frank's point is that, like, she can see into the future to the point like she knows so that he's going to be a building. He's going to be, <laughs> be the next. <laughs> he's going to be the next one in line. And that he's going to be one of the one of the best um, Sorcerer Supremes, which is us. She basically
5: trusts his. It's a, it's a sorcerer judgment. with all the toppings. She trusts his judgment. I mean, I, I feel like if you're going to make somebody Sorcerer Supreme, they're going to have those toppings that you need. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, it, it's it, I do I just don't like the way they get to that conversation. It's a nitpick, but it is what it is. I,
1: I don't think anybody else could have had that interaction other than Hulk, because he's
5: an intellectual. She's a very spiritual appro- intellectual. He, he, he doesn't approach so the, could the you conversation have sent like an intellectual. <laughs> he doesn't approach the conversation like an intellectual. That's my biggest issue. Because, not at first. And not even at second. He bumbles into the fucking answer.
0: I think he also understands. Well, he's... Like, he's
1: He's using his analytical mind as she's talking to him, saying, "If I give you the, st- if I give you my stone, then this bad shit's going to happen." He takes that minute to look at it with his analytical, scientific brain. With, well, he with approaches the Vader brain and says, he, "But he, if I do this, because he could have started throwing hands with her." But yeah, he approaches.
5: He, well, he approaches the conversation like Hulk, and ends the conversation like Bruce Banner, which I would be a hundred percent down with if they established what that character is. Because all I when when we met Hulk, Bruce Banner, Professor Hulk, all I got was Bruce Banner that's big and green. Like I, I didn't get the Hulk influence. That's what I'm saying. And it right. kind of shows. It kind of shows here, but it's yeah, after yeah, the yeah. fact of the character being influenced or introduced.
0: Yeah, get, but whatever.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a nitpick. It doesn't yeah. really matter in the end. Fuck.
0: So me me way too long on that <laughs> thing. <theme? laughs> <Thank you. laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, while all this is going on, Lang and Stark attempt to steal the space stone after the Avengers confiscated from Loki. Uh, which was really cool to see, you know, the scenes after like that scene like if it's all the same to you, I'll have that drink and they show Loki like being taken down to like the stairs and down to like the the main floor of uh, Stark Tower. Um first. So Lang gives Stark's past self a mild cardiac arrest by pulling a circuit in his artificial heart while Stark steals the briefcase housing the Tesseract while nobody's looking. Um, Their plan, of course, is ultimately thwarted when Stark drops the briefcase after he is accidentally hit by that version of the Hulk, uh, which, of course, Loki then steals the Space Stone and uses it to escape custody. So now time travel's all completely fucked. Um, Tony Stark
5: died from that cardiac arrest.
0: Well, until Thor re-jumped would his he heart. Be... No, is no,
5: it... but if he died, yeah. would he be alive?
0: No, because... The... Did you hear Resident? Hulk's explanation of the time travel?
5: But again... Time <laughs> My, back, ears time travel. <laughs> <laughs> My ears are bleeding. Bullshit movies. <laughs> My ears are bleeding. No, this is a fun scene. Right. Callback. I do I feel like this one, um, because of how long ago the movie they're referencing was, I didn't really... He's, I knew what was happening, but I didn't get the like placement of it as well as I probably should have. It, it, like, it, like I, I know it's taking place, what? I like, fuck man, they're all jumbled together for me. I know it's taking place in Captain America. Wait, what? When, when is this happening?
0: Twenty twelve.
5: Yeah, but what movie? Avengers. Oh, what the? F- okay,
0: what really? They never—they've never showed this part. So it's what happens is, is no. That- I,
5: I know, I know, I know. But they showed the elevator, like the yes. elevator scene where he yep. fights everybody and stuff like that. Right. I, my my question is like, I, yeah, I, it's been long enough for me to kind of not be able to label where the scene is taking place.
0: The scene's taking place at the bottom of Stark Tower. So there, it's a, in the lobby area.
5: I, I I know that. It's just like I can't like recall what happened beforehand. <laughs>
0: Right. So they capture Loki. Iron Man slides in from the back. He flicks Scott onto movies like that. As far as I can tell that's America's ass and he goes, "Oh, okay. This I'm going to flick. The, you.
5: This is the end of the Avengers movie?"
0: Yes. Okay. The original Avengers movie.
5: I mean, they've captured Loki 1000 times.
0: Yeah. So they, they go they they take him in the elevator and then they said Hulk, take the stairs and he yells, "Ah, so many stairs."
5: He can also jump 200 feet, 1,000 feet in the air. Yeah,
0: I'm surprised he just jump out the window and whatever, nitpicking again. Anyway, <laughs> um, the Loki thing kind of shocked me at the time because I'm like, well, that just fucked over a bunch of shit. I mean, granted, I know they don't address it in this well, movie,
5: makes sense for I'm, the the fucking the time travel is fucking me because him taking it makes sense for him having it yeah. but so does him having it after uh the last um thor movie because he walked by it in the crypt and he's like
0: ooh yep
5: and then he has it when thanos kills him
0: right <laughs> <laughs> but um but no i i just think that uh, you know the, the low-key part threw me off because it's just like um what now? Like, it's not just like, oh, we lost out in the space stone. It's like, did anybody else not know that, like, he's, like, fucking gone?
4: Mm hmm. They're all so focused on Tony that it all got confused. And then when he gets Hulk smashed into the
0: floor by accident, he's <laughs> the best. Um, I it, will say though that I did like Rogers' part in all this. So while while all this is going on, Rogers was able to successfully steal the Mind Stone from the undercover Shield slash Hydra agents, which I personally loved because he's like uh, the senator wants me to bring down the uh, bring down the staff. He's like, no, no, that won't be necessary, and leans in and says, "And says hail Hydra," which they all kind of like.
5: <laughs> that was
0: great. Fucking Fuck take it, lot. and he just walks away with a big shit eating grin on his face. I thought that was uh, great. And, and, and the then, of guy course, looks he, like a
5: turtle looks up at him. and He's like.
0: And then he, and then of course he, he, uh, he ultimately comes back and uh, takes on his past self, which was really fun. Uh, there's a lot of cool. I, I, I like the the Cap versus Cap scene, uh, mainly because it's like you got to be shitting me, so he's once again swearing. Um, they fight. <laughs> I love how past Cap day. gets current Cap in the chokehold that he used on Bucky. Um, he drops, of course, the uh, the the little pocket compass that of course has Peggy's picture on there, and of course the only way that. Current Cap can get old Cap off of him as he yells. But he tells him that Bucky is alive, punches him in the face, and then uses the Mind Stone to wipe, him you know, to, to knock him unconscious, and then proceeds to to definitely defend the fact that that is indeed America's ass. Um. <laughs> so at the end of all this, they have the space, they have the Time Stone, and they have the Mind Stone, but they do not have the Space Stone. So of course, uh, they realize, well, we're fucked. We screwed the pooch. We, we're we're shit out of luck. And Tony goes, there might be one way to, to fix this. And he's like, well, what do you mean? We only have enough pin Particles to get one trip back. He's like, in order for you to get the Space Stone, you have to go to a place where both the Space Stone and there'd be pin Particles. He goes, I think I know a place. And uh, he goes, if we get this wrong, of course, they're stuck in the past. So while Scott okay. Lang and Bruce go back to the present, or back to the future, copyright, yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> Tony and Cap ultimately go back into uh, well the 1970s, where they go to an old U.S. Army installation that apparently will have both the Tesseract and Pim particles. And of course, this was the last time we saw the final Stan Lee cameo in any of the main MCU films. Rest in peace, good Stan Lee. Uh, that was, I mean, for a last cameo, that was that was a fantastic one with him just in like in the old 70s outfit. ...saying, like, make love, not war, and then just peeling off in a fucking... in his car. So, um, they, of course... So, Rogers and Stark devise a plan to steal the Space Stone from the U.S. Army installation in the 1970s... ...while also stealing further vials of Pym Particles in order to make the journey back home. While they were there, of course, Rogers, of course, cites Peggy Carter... ...and Tony Stark has a very deep, meaningful conversation with none other than his father, Howard Stark... Not going to lie, the Tony Howard stuff really got me in the feels.
4: Yeah. Especially the end little questioning sequence there. When you had your kid, were you nervous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, tried to do everything for him and he hasn't even been born yet and all that. It's just that setting in for Tony at that moment.
2: That was a pretty good story arc for me for Tony. It wasn't for Tony Stark. I talk about Tony, like me and him hanging the fuck out. I, I...
1: We have through 20 movies. Yeah, <laughs> ser- yeah seriously.
2: But, uh, the, it, it was a good character character arc for Stony Tark.
5: Tark? Stony Tark?
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so close.
0: <laughs> we were halfway through the movie, JP. So close.
2: <laughs> no, no. For me, it was Tony Stark fine, like still had problems with the guy but i didn't mind his character by this point like i can understand he always thought the way i seen it the I he always thought his dot da, his dad he got to see that moment when his dad found out he was about to be born so tony stark you know what i mean so he he kind of realizes that his dad always wasn't a dick so how, much, speak, how much of a relationship
5: did he have with his dad during his, like, living life? how much he
4: was working and all of that, yeah. That, no,
5: that, no, no, like, that. I, I can't remember the timeline, is my I question. I mean,
2: Howard Stark, if, you, if, if I'm correct... Is when did Howard Stark did die live? in Tony Stark's
5: life? When he was 18. When, when Tony, Tony
2: was, was in
5: college. college. But he was also away for the entire time. I mean, this, this, this I, I absolutely love this scene, too. I mean, I also like the fact that, like, you finally see tony uh taken off guard i mean he's so composed and so fucking everything yeah the entire yeah yeah and this is the one moment where you can't do that and he's like a klutz and he's out of his own element and it's uh it's great i mean it's it's literally like this 1970s adventure for both him and captain america is one of the best parts of this movie
0: yeah i'll agree that i i there's also two little notes too real quick before i throw it over to frank uh, obviously, Captain America seeing Peggy Carter for the first time since everything was obviously nice little like dip of foreshadowing. There's also a moment with Tony and Howard that was also a little bit of a foreshadowing moment too, where he goes to like, you know, he's he's Howard's pointing to Tony and he goes to shake his hand, but he pulls, he grabs his fingers, and he goes, uh, "Make sure you shake, don't pull." And that'll be a little bit of a – that's a little bit of a nod to – obviously he's trying to say don't pull my finger, but it's a, also a little bit of a nod to what happens a little bit later on in the movie. But um, but Frank, your thoughts on the 1970s, a little flashback there with uh, – or time travel, time heist, whatever the fuck you want to call it. with? Well, a
1: couple things. When they de-aged uh, Stan Lee for that cameo, they actually used – pictures of him from that era, from the 70s.
0: No shit.
1: So, so they so they used some computer trickery, not That's just so to de-age him, but to make him look like he did back in the 1970s. Yeah, so that, that was Douglas, one of the things that made right? that. <laughs> What's
5: that? They did the same with Douglas, too. <laughs> yeah, but Douglas looks a bit weird.
1: I think, yeah. But I mean, they specifically like went like hair, facial structure, the whole thing for Stan Lee since it wasn't, I don't know that he had passed away when they were working on the special effects. I don't know if he had passed away yet, but the way it worked out was really fantastic. The other thing I really liked about this is like the, the emotion of him standing there staring at Peggy. I was just kind of like, good God. It's yeah, like, could I stand there and not walk into that room and just be like, I'm here to hell with whatever the hell is going on. If the world ends in 40 years, fine. I just want to spend the next 40 years with you. And, and, and I feel like in that moment, he's trying to decide if he wants to do that or not. But well, at the end, he's like, my, my duty to this mission, there's something much bigger than just what I want. And that's kind of at the center of who he is. He just does what's right, even his own, whatever it costs him at a personal or physical level. Yep. So, but it was nice a little bit of, it was nice to see that final shot at the end where they're they're finally together. We'll get to that in a minute. But, but the other thing is, is I love that bit of closure that Tony gets with his dad.
2: I, exactly. I
1: was, I had heard stories about who was going to die in this movie, and I was like, I don't know what I believe because there's all kinds of shit on the internet, and we all know the internet's only about, you know, 12% true on a good day, so. I wasn't really paying much attention to it, but as I'm watching the scene, I was starting to think to myself, "I'm like, I'm about 99% sure now that he's going down because yeah. this is the kind of closure you give a character that's about to die." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but but it was really cool to see like his relationship come full circle, even though his dad wasn't really didn't really know who he was. Mm-hmm. To see all that kind of come full circle and to see him get that kind of to be completed emotionally, yeah. you know, in his heart in his emotion for all that. It was a, it was a really cool scene, especially having that back and forth about being a parent. I thought it was really yeah. interesting because it's like, Tony's about to be born, but this Tony that we're, that, that we have has already got the daughter and he's one of those guys that struggles with, am I doing this right? Yeah. I've got all the money in the world that I can give her whatever she wants, but there are things that I can't give her just by going to buy it from her. So am I do am I emotionally a dad to my daughter the way that I need to be? And
0: no amount he kind of money about he kinda gets of some affirm.
1: Yeah. It, it, I love that line. That is one of my three favorite lines in all of Marvel. And I was just like, damn, that's good.
3: Yeah. But yeah it like... is,
1: there was a lot of emotion in that, in that scene. Sure, there was some uh, adventure action y stuff, sneaking in to get the Tesseract and the Pym Particles. The oh. little two separate missions they're on. But that whole, that whole sequence was about just some really cool emotional cues for both these characters.
2: This is right about the time where I knew for sure there was two characters that were going to die in this movie and that was Tony Stark and Hawkeye. I could have sworn.
5: Those two were going to die. I didn't really see the 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 Hawkeye thing, but Tony Stark was kind of running on the wall. Um, he's been in so much, and it, it's like uh, they, they gave him time to breathe with this one. And uh, kudos to uh, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, though I wasn't a huge fan of his performance in the prior movie, this movie he does fucking hit it out of the park. Yeah.
2: Um, human, human, finally. But I it's also
5: it like good imagine good. being in a place where you could actually like talk from experience to your own father. You know what I mean? Like, that that was very intriguing to yeah. me. Uh, it was a very nice uh, add-on. And, obviously, with the Captain America thing, true to his character, I'm looking at... I mean, everybody interacts with... Nobody cares what the... the problems with time travel. The only person that does is the Captain America, and it would make sense. Yeah. he's yeah. by the book.
0: Bobby, what did you think about the... Uh... going back in 1970s and and seeing Stark and Cap's little mission there
6: I really like that because you never you never got to really see that much and uh, I mean yeah you got to see you know what it was like you know during uh, Captain America the First Avenger but you didn't really get to see Tony Stark's backstory all that much and uh, it was a nice little change of pace there.
5: I mean, don't you think it's like I, – I think this whole 1970s thing is, is very essential to the, the – one of the most essential scenes to this movie for creating what they're going to do with these characters
0: later on. It's not just that. I oh, for you, you you oh, sure. You could argue too that Tony and Cap are the two – core characters of the MCU slash and the y- Avengers. Y- yin part. and Yang. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they've been through so many up and downs that it would make sense that it would be them two that would have this pivotal like character development moment for both of them, both Caps, you know, seeing Peggy and kind of like Frank said, having that like moral, like dilemma of like, do I stay, you know, do I do this or do I, do I bail? And then seeing like the little bit of like a a huge amount of closure, in my opinion, for Tony with his, with his relationship with his dad, Mm -hmm. because you've heard, like, you've heard him through numerous movies talking about like his not so fantastic relationship with his father. And then to have it like, kind of like be not closed off, but as closed off as possible with, with that scene was just like. But Absolutely also to perfect. see
5: how close he's become to the man that he didn't like or detested at, at the beginning. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
4: Even yeah. going as far as to naming his computer Jarvis. It's the understanding,
5: like well not to. Yeah. It's the understanding of getting older and learning that, like, you might have detested the people that raised you or something, but you get as you get older, you realize that.
0: Jarvis, Fuck, did we man. meet this guy? We, you meet a lot of people, sir. Like, yeah, that, that that makes sense. I, kinda, I, I did kind of wish. Jarvis Paul actor Bettany,
5: was so like, um, he looked familiar to me. I don't know what I've seen him in. Yeah.
0: He was in Peggy Carter. He was Jarvis. Yeah. Well, I didn't. He, well, yeah. I wish I did. Kind of wish. Part of me wish that Paul Bettany would have no, been that. But, a... I mean, I'm nitpicking, obviously. Yeah. But. Um. So something else. that's three stones there. Meanwhile, over in Asgard, we see Rocket and Thor travel to Asgard to retrieve the reality stone before Malkith uses it against the nine realms. But while in Asgard, Thor is, of course, reminded that his mother Frigga would die soon and has a chance encounter with her while Rocket goes and steals the ether, the vaporized version well, of the reality stone that. off of Jane Foster. Um This was another great one of those, like, closure moments. Like, Thor having with his mom was just fucking amazing. I mean, I love how Rocket was trying to be, like, slapping him around. He was like, no, you're going to do this. And he's like, well, there's some beer in the... There's some beer down in the in the fridge down it's here. Wine that's why
4: that my father drank all it's the time. so good. I'm just gonna go <laughs> get some. Um,
0: so he's trying to like you know, Rocket's trying to help Thor out, being more direct with everything, but it didn't it didn't really it didn't really do the trick. But him talking to Frigga was great, and I love how they reemphasize of hey, don't forget, Frigga's a witch. Like she was raised by witches, so she knows what the fuck's going on. And him having that closure moment, and there was a line here that I I wanted to make sure I remembered where she says, Thor, um. She said something along the lines of, like, are you an idiot? Are you an idiot? No. No, are you are you stupid? You're not stupid. Are you a failure? Absolutely. But people always often fail at who they're supposed to be. A true test of a hero is being good at who they are. And it's just like, damn, that's that, that's fucking Thor's character arc yeah. the entire fucking time, and it just nailed it in <laughs> one sentence.
5: <laughs> the, 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 that whole scene with him and his mom is just fucking incredible. I The only thing I hate is the, like, you undercut the fucking emotion with a dumbass joke that's not even really funny. Get a salad. It's like, I mean, and I get this is Marvel's MO. They always do this. James Gunn does a lot, does a lot too. But uh, the, the emotional weight of his character going through that conversation with his mom is already dead. And being like, it, it's kind of the same thing as Captain America, you know? Except it's more intimate. Like, he's he's got to see something and let it go anyway because it's already happened.
0: But, of course, the, the part that I love the most is that right before he leaves with Rocket, he has to call for Mjolnir, and it comes back. And it just the simple line of, I'm still worthy, was just – that That was – you could see the relief in his face of, like, after all that, after everything I've been through, after everything that's happened.
2: I can still do I'm this. I'm still worthy, yeah. I will say for everything in that, that whole sequence that was really good – there's that one scene. Rocket chasing after Jane to fucking inject her ass. <laughs> With that fucking stone, pull it out. The only question, here's where I start Question Here's where I start questioning things. Where is now Gene? is where you starting? Where is Jane <laughs> you know? that, are- so- No, but this is where I have...
5: Wait. Wasn't it very difficult for them to remove the shit from her Yep. to begin with? And he just, like,
2: syringes the shit the out of her? The problem is they haven't shown her since the second one, right? Yep. Second
0: yeah, happened, yeah. There the second some, board, yeah, there was some – I think there's some problem so with the, A.
2: They haven't shown her, but they made it a point to put her in this – and I get why they did it. But what happens after they do this to her? See, are you getting... She's dead. At? Well, I
5: mean, they... they, <laughs> they, they Not they important.
2: They took this shit
5: anyway, right? The Dark Elves do. Yeah. Uh, and it was like some sort of like ritual or something. I can't remember the fucking yeah. movie at all. And he just syringes it out. Is that is that what happens? In Basically, this? Because, yeah. like essentially, yeah. that's pretty
4: what
2: happens yeah. with that. I actually yeah. thought that was pretty funny because you always got to do that fodder with, and I say fodder a lot. You all know what fodder is. The fodder with, uh, you know, making fun of, Gar- not making fun of Guardians of the Galaxy, but that movie itself was, uh, yeah, you had that source of comedy and that. that well, comedy. I mean, this is and Thor: Dark World, right? This is what
5: happens in dark world yeah. yeah, that movie didn't really have the same comedic uh stance, and no, i, I felt was, like
4: that movie followed its name. It was a lot darker than any of them
5: other them doing this is just like we need to speed this up, which sucks because you kind of you kind of like throw one of your movies to the side to be like
4: well, that's never what mind. the public did anyway with. <laughs> yeah Dark world we, the entire public sat there and threw that movie aside anyway so you, they're like you know what let's tear it apart now then
5: it doesn't still make sense it's it, your own property it, to do that yeah, I know. whatever i know whatever it yeah. had to happen and, and and they did focus more on the thing that i cared more about i didn't really care about the struggle of getting that shit out of here or whatever like i think they just did it for like sake of we need to move on but it's still kind yeah. of frustrating
4: But actually, I think what made this scene a lot harder for Thor was it was the actual day that his mother died. It wasn't she's going to die soon. She was wearing the exact same outfit she died in.
5: And he's like, I want to tell you something. No, no, no. I don't need to know. Fuck! Give me a beer.
1: I think she did know. Mm-hmm. because, yeah, he, even, because he, he even says how do you know i was here she goes i was raised by witches boy i mm-hmm. know shit yeah. <laughs> so this so may, and maybe her saying yeah maybe her saying like whatever don't tell me i know we're all going to end up where we need to end up for this shit to all play out the way it needs to play out so right. yes my end may be coming in the next hour but it is supposed to happen it is
5: my destiny
0: and if you take someone's
5: destiny away pretty, from them—that's tough. She also looked at fourteen million different endings or whatever the fuck was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's magical, so she probably knows her <laughs> shit too. Right. Uh, yeah.
0: So um, while this is going on, we see Barton and Romanoff travel uh, to uh, to Vormir to retrieve the Soul Stone. Although they are conflicted when, of course, the Red Skull, keeper of the stone, inf- stone informs them that it can only be retrieved by sacrificing someone they love. I did love how this went the complete polar opposite of the Thanos Gamora thing where basically the two fight over which one of them was going to make the sacrifice um, between Hawkeye you know, saying tell my family I love them and she's like you can tell them yourself and ultimately some back and forth go back but it was Romanoff that ultimately takes the fall to which a distraught Barton is able to wake up in the wonderful little puddle there capturing the soul stone so now Black Widow is dead.
5: This didn't hold the emotional weight for me that it should have, and I think it's because I'm more emotionally invested in other characters. I'm an, I'm invested in, in Hawkeye's character, but not for this storyline.
0: Yeah, it did. It did seem a little. I mean, the the part that I'm a little confused about is like they didn't they didn't think that this might happen.
5: But also, like the most important person in the world. I guess maybe now Hawkeye okay, would be Well, it's
0: someone they love. It doesn't mean the most important. It's someone they love. Throw no. a
5: dog off the cliff, man. Fuck.
0: <laughs> if I you mean, love it, it works. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying is they wouldn't th- think that, that might this was going to happen.
4: Well, to be fair, well, say, I, it have I didn't tell them anything
5: other than this is where it is. They pieced it together afterwards.
0: Well, I figured Nebula knew.
5: Listen, the a lot of, they, they didn't think to go back to 1970s first to get pin particles and the fucking stone. Here Easy peasy, center. lemon squeezy. Okay.
2: Here goes time travel. Yep. This is what I'm talking about. I, I, I don't know about you guys. For no, me I, I, I get you. It didn't it's
5: the it, emotional wave, Bob, I know you were saying something.
6: Yep. This is where I have a problem with her dying. Why in the fuck did we get her Origins movie after this movie? I think yeah, that has because more because
0: prequels to do are it. a thing in Hollywood. There's two reasons why.
5: Yeah. I think it had a lot to do with like them not thinking that she could be <laughs> so, a vehicle for a movie.
0: No,
2: so the it's not. It had nothing to do with.
5: It's the business side of things. It's not side, storytelling. Why it yeah,
2: happened. Slash. Why I agree. That's why it didn't. That's why it happened. What happened happened. Slash. They
0: sort of used it as a seed for something else, which we'll get to when we get to it.
5: Well, I think they use that as a seed for that because, the, I mean, ideally, yes, I agree with you, Bob. It, it should have happened before this. Um, but I. It's
4: I, more emotional weight, I tell you that much.
5: I don't know. How do you guys feel about the, the emotional side of this scene?
2: This was the shocker moment for me. If there was a shocker moment for this I movie, I thought Hawkeye was dying. I think she's got
5: too much to gain. Yeah, she's got nothing to gain.
2: So the way this movie had been going, there's nothing going right for any of the characters they're focusing on up to, you know, up until a certain point.
5: Yeah, to be honest, Black Widow has nothing to live for.
2: I, I know. But she's I never am, had anything to no, live I for. Never, no. Well, I neither does Ronan.
5: Neither
1: does Hawkeye at this point. Well, I mean, he had, he's His family's all been snapped
5: away. Well, like, yeah, but he's got. The ability to bring them is, back Right. I mean if people got brought back what would it do for Black Widow? Nothing.
2: Because what well he's looking, Hawkeye's looking at it well like what if we're the only ones that get a stone
5: I, Hawkeye gone. is re, like he's reserved himself to being like this is probably not going to work, my for family's dead I don't, don't care about you, anything
2: I kind of knew, well I thought Hawkeye was going, one of the two is not coming out because Infinity War you've seen what fucking Thanos that had to, to do to yeah. fucking Gamora he Thanos knew what he was doing is Gamora would uh, do you think she would have thrown because she didn't love him so she wasn't going to get the soul no no
5: but he 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 loved her and that's fucking weird because that's the only love he ever had which was very like superficial
2: but I can buy it there's different kinds of love
5: I know but like for a guy that like this is the depth of his love which is why he's a great villain
2: Oh, for Thanos! Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye actually didn't. That's why you know I thought Hawkeye originally was going to die. Is all I'm saying. And then when she went, because I thought you know Scarlett Johansson, she's one of the most popular actresses in the world. She's going to do another. She's going to do a series of movies, and she'll be the one at the end of this to take Avengers into the next generation or I just fucking dislocated my shoulder. The next generation or so. That's what I thought they were going to do, but they didn't. That motherfucker hung the fuck on.
5: I I, I felt like she was going to die here. There's more at stake in this movie for Hawkeye than there was for her.
4: Yeah.
1: I didn't know. I mean, as this thing's playing itself out, I didn't know. Because, I mean, either either one of them makes sense to sacrifice themselves for a litany mm-hmm. of reasons. But here's, here's the thing. Number one, the way this scene plays out is the exact opposite of the way Thanos did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whereas Thanos is going to sacrifice someone else, they are fighting to sacrifice themselves, which I, I think this is one of the most underrated sequences in all of Marvel. I don't think this, this gets enough credit for how awesome it is. You're seeing these two people fight not to kill one another, but to sacrifice themselves. Now, the reason why it makes more sense, for a couple reasons, for Natasha to be the one is this. She's got a very deep connection to Clint and his family. Yes. And they named their kid Nat or or Nathan or something, by the way. Anyway, so whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Also, on top of that, there is a little bit rooted, not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but in the comic books. There's a couple of sort of book lines where she's responsible for the death of his family. So her main, so her goal in that moment is not to, is not to necessarily save him, but to make his just him anyway, but to make his entire family whole. Because she knows that if he sacrifices himself, she bounces out with the stone, that his family is not ever going to be whole again because he's gone forever. Yep. she she wants to make sure his family is whole again and that's why she feels she needs to sacrifice herself I think that is I think this is one of the most underrated sequences in all of Marvel I don't think anybody talks about the scene you know really as much as they should I remember being speechless like for like a solid like two or three minutes in the theaters like what the fuck did just happen? It was, it, it was a maximum emotion. It was a cool little, I mean, the fighting was great, but I mean, it wasn't the, it wasn't the purpose of that scene. Right. It was these two, it was, it was all about the connection between these two people. I mean, so a, I, I thought it was mind-blowingly good. In a bubble that
5: works Yeah. for what the entirety of the MCU has done with her, her and him. It's more alluding to things they've done. I I, I don't see it on screen. I I hear about it. And the last thing you want to do as a filmmaker is elude. You want to show. And this is the problem I have with these two relationships. I'm supposed to care, but I haven't been shown why I care. Hmm. And this is why it rings hollow for me. It's a great scene. And if they established why I should care, I would care about it more. But the, they have not done that. They fucked around with Black Widow and Hulk for some stupid-ass reason that they throw away anyway. Like, oh, like you don't whoa. need to, yeah, that no except, sense to me. <laughs> you don't you don't need to make it it doesn't need to be romantic but you need to for, for most like there's only very there's very few scenes with Black Widow and Hawkeye together and when they are together we're told why we should care we're not shown why we should care that's my biggest problem with this Honestly, scene
2: that's what that that when it, when it comes to Hawkeye I thought that's what they were going to try to do well th- th- my, that's that's why like, I think the
5: scene. Could have been way more powerful if they showed us these two operating together instead of alluding to them operating together. Agreed.
0: I
2: can't disagree.
0: So, the last stone. The power stone. This this one I I got a little bit of a gripe with. So Nebula and Rhodes travel to Morag to steal the power stone before Peter Quill does. I do love how they like knock out Peter in like one hit, and that's pretty much the end of him. Rhodes returns to the present with the Power Stone, but Nebula apparently malfunctions and remains on Morag. Apparently, with the two consciousnesses operating on the same system together, Thanos with Nebula still being in the past... Uh, and ebony maw discover the presence of future nebula and go to kidnap her nebula realizes what has happened and tries to warn the others but it's too late thanos scans her memories and discovers the avengers plan and sends the more loyal nebula um from the past back to the present day as a spy um so i, I have a slight problem with this part and and the main part is i don't know if you guys remember this but like so nebula malfunctions And then she wakes up, and when she wakes up, she realizes what the hell's going on, and she runs to do, like, SOS, but at that point, Thanos already captured her ship, and then she, like, you know, gets kidnapped. There is a very long amount of time between when she wakes up from consciousness and when she gets kidnapped that she could have very easily escaped. Mm Mm-hmm. And just thrown the suit back on, and boop, I'm out.
2: That is one thing. That is one thing for me. If Let me go back to it. And I'm going to reference back to Guardians of the Galaxy. The Power Stone, if you touch it, you die. Right?
5: Well, it depends you're, on your fortitude, I
2: think. Unless you're essentially Peter Quill. Because they explain it in Guardians well, of the no, Galaxy, he Well, he, no. Right? He shared, he shared oh. it with other people. But the tesseract, yeah, they carried that motherfucker around like it was a it fucking. Wasn't local a, it wasn't It was the tesseract.
0: Exactly. Wasn't the stone itself. It wasn't the raw stone. Yeah, so, it was a yeah. case.
5: Oh, but it was you the vessel.
0: Under- yeah.
2: No, you're not. You're missing. No. <laughs> Finish. Get it to your point. No, nope, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> <And when you laughs> no, I mean, anytime you touch the stones,
5: they remember. take. a... am curious about the stole stone though, okay, because stole, you just stole, end up in a puddle stole. holding it. Right. And so, I don't really know what that so Jane, stone does.
2: So Jane essentially had the red stone, which is the... Uh, she yeah. had
5: the yep.
2: reality stone, right. carrier she of
5: was, it, kind She was of.
2: walking around with it in her body.
5: Well, She was dying. Yeah,
2: and you notice if anybody
4: tried to touch her, it acted and destroyed yeah. them. Yeah. She was human and touching it.
5: She was dying. It used her as a host, kind
4: yep. of. Yeah. And I, I
5: mean, uh, each stone is not... The same. The same as each other's stone. Right. I, I'm curious. Of, like, the soul stone seems to en- enact, like, a moment of pain, and then just, like, I don't know what it does. That's
2: all I wanted to point out. So, yeah, but
4: you also got to remember, they're not touching the actual raw stone itself, in either case of the Tesseract or the Power Stone. Because you remember...
5: I mean, Thanos touches, touches the Power Stone in this. That orb,
4: it did nothing to them.
5: I understand. I understand. Thanos yeah. touches the Power Stone in this movie, and it fucks, his, it fucks him up. Yeah, but he touches all
2: the other stones and it doesn't do shit.
5: But it, uh, it th- I have a problem with that later. But we'll get to it. But I actually don't because it makes sense.
0: Thanos is I also mean, Thanos is also like th- th- they imply right. that you you can wield you can hold the individual power stone, but you have mm-hmm. to have like the tolerance of that to, in order to you be able to have wield like, it.
5: Super fortitude. Yeah. Uh, the the thing too is though like he has a gauntlet made in that fucking dwarven city. Of like making super special weapons Peter and shit Dinklage. like that, Best which holds ever. it, and this is why I like where he <laughs> he can have like all the stones on the gauntlet in the first movie, Infinity War. But when we get to it later, um, as soon as you fucking put that shit on, it's not made in Dwarf Star or anything like that. It'd fuck you up immediately.
0: So yeah. this is now, of course, the bigger thing that I think a lot of, and I don't want to speak on anyone's behalf here, but I think a lot of people have problems with with the movie Avengers Endgame is we now are introduced to 2014 Thanos. So we now have a past version of Thanos, who is now the new antagonist of this movie. And it's like... They kind of
5: kill his character. I, I get what they do, but they kind of hurt the last movie by doing what they do with his character in this movie. I, I will it, agree it that it doesn't definitely... Does it make sense? Yeah. Yes, I guess, but it it's... Uh, I don't know.
6: I
0: do like the idea of Nebula having to confront her past self and Gamora, and like you know, it's it's a different, it's it's a it's a more mature or or different like it's a different I'm more
4: understanding. She's a different character now than
0: she was from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which is basically when this when the time period she's in takes place. So I kind of like that in the sense of like. She's confronting her past self and her, like, you know, an internal battle ex- it, uh, showcased externally, which I'm all in favor of. Just the idea of Thanos is just, like, just, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not huge on myself.
5: Yeah, I mean, he turns very bread and butter. Like, the guy is just, like, a hate machine.
0: The complexity yeah, I mean, that we in They try to the make sense of it. They do of...
5: make sense of it, but he's not – he loses the complexity, and that's a problem for me.
0: Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I just, that's just my, my little take on it. Um, I mean, Frank, do you, are you in the same boat with this with them bringing Thanos back like this?
1: It it made sense. I mean, cause we're, we're seeing the Thanos after when he catches Gamora, when they're trying to get the the power stone, you're getting Thanos who's early on in his journey of trying to acquire the stones to do what he wants to do anyway. So when this opportunity presents itself to him, he's like, I don't have to go around and find all these stones, like some assholes trying to put all five of them together for me. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's like, I mean, because who would look at it and be like, hey, thanks for saving me all the work, schmuck. Yeah, exactly. But, really yeah, because I don't, I don't think – <laughs> yeah, but his his intentions are still the same. It's like his, his goal is uh... not to – necessarily go get the stones himself like the journey being more important than the, than the destination he wants the destination that's, that's the important thing to him he wants to have all the stones to do what he wants to do right. so he's like wait a minute I wanted to do all this because remember at this point I don't think he knows where most if not all of the stones even are He's like, wait, a minute, they're all right there. All I gotta do is jump, is use this little fucking whatever clicker that Ant Man uses to jump through some time and go to a place in time in the future where I'm already, where they're already right there. They're already put into a into the the Iron Gauntlet, which is what it's called in the comic book, and to the Iron Gauntlet, and I can just I can do it right there. Shit, yeah, take me right to take me right to go. You know, <laughs> give me two hundred dollars, and yeah, you?
5: yeah. He, he goes from sociopath yeah, to psychopath too fast. But you see, I
1: don't think he does. He actually makes a very calculated decision when he's sitting there talking to Tony later on during the final battle. He says, you know, I, I wanted to do what I could by snapping away half of existence. He goes, but you've shown me that even that's not far enough. And then in that moment, he says, I've, now I'm just going to snap it all away and I'm going to rebuild it all from the ground up. So now you're not trying to save half the, the known universe. You're trying to save it all. So the go real, real the high, real, real fast doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> he's right. the one it, person it, alive. But all the beings, all the beings of the universe, do. Because remember, like I said, he gets to the point where he's not trying to snap
5: away half of all beings. He's trying to snap away all of them.
0: Well, we so find, now we it's that no, all, all,
5: all living, all living life. Doesn't he say that in Infinity War? Everything, everybody, nobody, nobody left to fight him. But isn't that, like, that's, that's,
1: birds and bees and anything ever? Well, I, if you want to get into the weeds, whatever. But, I mean, he's obviously talking about snapping <laughs> away anybody that could stop him.
4: Well, that's one of the things that we get to later on after everything's all together. That, you, that, that it, I maybe. mean,
5: I got to get into the the weeds because you eliminate all of life. You're ending up with a bunch of rocks. But it's not significant to the story if he snaps away all bees.
1: No, but if he snaps away all everything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But he's got the power to, almost to create. He's almost got godlike power. I mean, because yeah, he he's, well, he go, he's, he's got the ability to do what ego. This is what I'm saying. Sociopath to psychopath transition happens yeah, in this yeah,
5: movie. He, because really he,
1: he would ultimately have the ability to do what Ego the Living Planet did in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And that's exactly what he does. Is he just creates life.
4: He would essentially be turning his god complex all the way to a
5: million. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, they, I didn't get. the – I mean, yeah, there's an inkling of God complex in in Infinity War, but it's not front and center. And it, it, I mean, I guess you could argue the journey of what he does between 2014 and where he ends up is kind of what like centers him to being like, we can't. I'm not going to go all the way, but he 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 doesn't really allude in Infinity Ward to him ever going all the way. He always thought this way, and then he turns. Real fast.
4: Well, it's because he made the decision of it because of the fact that he saw that there were some still alive that remember what happened and can't move on from it.
5: Yeah. I mean, he's change. either going to be the dumbest Fight motherfucker in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not like what they do with this character. I, I, I personally do not. I mean, they make him evil for evil's sake.
4: Well, not really, because if you look at it, they mention Gamora's planet. Is now thriving and yeah, so why didn't he kill all half of the population being zapped away? Whereas here on Earth,
5: why didn't he kill all of them?
4: Because it's not moving on, it's not advancing its situation from what he did.
0: He, He, so remember when he destroyed the stones at the beginning of the movie. He did that because he's like, I have to make that part of it is that he he wanted to make sure that like we just said that nothing could stop yeah. what he did, so he's now re-
5: it's a reverse of character for me. What
0: I'm just saying is he's now realizing he's like, well, as long as there are people who exist in the from before, there will always be those who will look to go back to the way things were, and he does not want things to go back to the way things were. So ultimately, he's but, like, well, fuck it, I have to do this to everybody now.
5: I'm gonna kill everybody uh, everywhere alive. Forget about Gamora's planet. He wants to kill them all now. Yep, and I don't like that. It it it's actually it really hurts his character, and it's the biggest negative from this film I have. I agree. I I think he still wants to build something that
1: is more that is more sustainable. Because C- remember, remember, Thanos' entire goal is not to just kill people; it's to In the help War, the people that survive. It's to, it's to help, it's to, it's, to, it's to eliminate half the people so that the people that are remaining have a better life because he says there's not enough resources in the universe to sustain all these. All these in the Infinity War. But in he wants Endgame. to snap half of them away. In but in Endgame, Endgame, he realizes that while he still thinks that's a good idea, that there's always going to be somebody who wants to go back to the way things were. People like the Avengers who will fight him on whatever their principles are. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to snap everybody away. And I'm going to recreate the entire universe, all whatever life in the universe, the way I think it should be. Yeah. So he's still he's still trying to do essentially the same thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Only instead
1: of erasing half the, the chalkboard, he wants to erase the entire chalkboard. Thanos oh. charge-
2: you know is, is thinking that if he has all of these stones, he's essentially God and can redo everything.
5: Yeah, but that was never his character in the no, first movie. I agree. Movie.
2: I agree with you. And, and that's why I don't like what they from do with him in get this that from him at
0: all yeah i I mean i think it's more him adjusting to i I think it's more him adjusting his plan still having the general same goal in mind so quickly it happens
5: with an interaction with one planet where he's obliterated no he he saw a billion
0: planets he saw what happened with nebula from the future nebula he saw everything that she did they downloaded everything so he knows what happens and he's realizing oh shit they're gonna they're gonna undo he, he he knows what happens
5: where?
4: Huh? Everywhere. Nebula, was, Nebula, Nebula was in she space
5: and it. then on Earth and maybe a couple other planets. She's not all over the fucking universe. I, I just don't, like, they, they, they almost character assassinate fucking Thanos in this movie.
0: I mean, I, I, and her, and her, I see her. both sides of it, to be honest with you. I, I see your side, but I also see the side of, like, well,. Yeah, he, what he's gonna do? Try again. He has to up the ante. Yeah, well, this, this, this is
5: why I brought this up at the beginning. Where I, prefer, I almost prefer this movie to not have a villain.
0: I mean, I'm kind of in the boat with you on that one. I could see a bit, but, but, but we all know that shit's gonna hit the fan in just a second. Um, I mean,
5: it doesn't ruin the movie for me. I'll say that for sure. <laughs> so the movie's still good. But. So
0: at this point, everyone has now returned to the present on Earth. Stark, Rocket, and Banner are uh well, I'll get to them in a second, but of course they quickly realize that they are missing uh Black Widow. There is a, a nice scene with the original Avengers out in like the lakeside area where if you pay attention, each one of them is representing a different stage of grief with Yeah, and one being, no one being acceptance, one being bargaining. Uh, Hulk obviously being rage as he throws a bench halfway the fucking cross. I did see a f- hilarious TikTok where someone took that clip and it's like a couple just sitting by lake. Hey, what's that coming at us? <laughs> yeah, the bench is fucking falling on them. Um, <laughs> the,
5: I feel like, the, the, I mean, I guess like I can't judge it like a series or anything that we should have long. They have ten minutes of mourning and then everybody's like, let's move on.
0: I mean, I I just thought it was a nice little, like, nod to, like, the... I, I thought the idea of them, like, dealing with grief in different ways yeah. was kind of a cool concept. I mean, yeah, it was kind of quick, obviously, but e- even still, at on? least they... I, I, I like they at least did something with, the, with, like, her passing as opposed to just, like, you know... Imagine they yeah. just did the Hulk thing and then they just cut right to them making the gauntlet.
5: Most of the Hulk, like, I mean, I feel like... Okay, look at the people she's interacted with the most. They should still be struck by guilt or grief in some way, not like everybody is hit at the, well, afterwards.
0: Oh, you mean after everything happens?
5: They they all experience loss, and then they all just turn back to the same characters they were. Well, where it shouldn't happen for Hawkeye, and it shouldn't happen for Hulk.
0: I don't think it does. I don't think it happens to Hawkeye. Uh, Hulk, I can, I can, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can see that. Um. But after after they come together, Stark, Rocket, and Banner set out to craft a gauntlet to wield the stones. One constructed from the same nanotech technology of Stark's latest Iron Man suit. G plug. Um, Banner, of course, volunteers himself to wield this gauntlet uh, and bring back everyone that disappeared in Thanos' snap. I did like this because if you notice for a moment, there was a little bit of an argument between um, between. Uh, hulk and thor thor being the one who wanted to do it more than anybody because he wants to like do something right and do something good he even says this himself he's like what do you think is coursing through this vein cheese whiz uh no it's uh lightning <laughs> thunder i, I, I just
5: I, 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 I it's like all the fucking little quippy lines man they seem to like undercut the emotion all the time like um, you can have your fun in funny scenes but they do this like four to five times in this movie
0: yeah no I I, I get it sometimes it can be a bit much so uh, Hulk ultimately is the one who decides to wield it because not only can he have the power to withstand the Infinity Stones but on top of that they do confirm that apparently the stones do give off a mild or some, some sort of variation form of gamma radiation which means he was kind of meant for this. So while this is all going on they secure down the entire area meanwhile the evil Nebula uh, gets a hold of the time machine is able to bring back Thanos' ship back from 2014 along with his entire army. I don't know about you but I love the fact that nobody fucking noticed Anything going on with this? I mean, granted, I knew they locked down everything, but a spaceship crashes through the roof of their place and nobody's paying attention.
5: Also, why don't they have any like defenses? on What's that? Why don't they have defenses?
0: I mean, I knew uh, they wouldn't have anything uh, from the inside, but, just... but then again, no, but I mean, like, everything's so quick.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's a nitpick, but whatever. Yeah. Right for... uh, I, I wanted to say, um, well at this point Thanos has been dead for five years, so
1: Right. The
3: That's true, you, man. You,
5: know, man. you go to you go to war for ten years and you leave war for five years, you're not getting rid of air defenses. So, um <laughs> I, I wanna say with like uh sorry, sorry, with uh yeah. the um the Hulk thing. I and the actual gauntlet. I love the fact... this I was like looking at because I know that Thanos was wearing the gauntlet the whole time, wasn't really hurting him or anything like that, but that was the shit forge on the star. They made the, the Iron Man one, and as soon as he wore it, it fucked him up immediately, before he snapped or anything like that. Yep. that's a, that, that, that that to me, is good continuity.
0: I also, I don't know, if it, it took me a while to realize this, that the uh, Iron Gauntlet's on the other hand. Uh, is it? Yeah, it is, it is. The Infinity Gauntlet's on the left,
5: and, and the, the Iron gauntlet's, gauntlet's on the right. right. Yep.
0: I didn't notice it until this time around. I'm like, son of a bitch, they're on different hands. We had a problem with this <laughs> later what I this? had a problem with this whole scene. What with the Hulk taking yeah. the gauntlet and you' I ain't
2: going to give away the ending. so, so what happens at the so what happens at the end of the movie? Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? no, but I don't see the problem. Why didn't they just give him the fucking gauntlet again? No, because he,
5: he was fucked up from this. The guy loses like half his fucking body.
0: Yeah, Hulk is immediately damaged the second he puts the thing on. Does he
2: fight in the final war? He does, in a sling. But he's still fighting, right?
0: Well, I, I mean, mean, who's to say that if he did it a second time, it wouldn't have killed him. But anyway, we'll get to that. I
5: mean, also, at the, at the end, it wasn't like a moment of we can choose.
0: It was it was a split decision. Yeah. Like, got to do I it now. I have problems
5: with the end. I, I'm gonna, so I have for problems. me, that's, that is isn't it pick, but so. I just wanted to play got I got bigger problems than that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, Tony ultimately says to Banner, make sure you only are bringing back the people we've lost. Nothing else is going on. Uh, They secure down the fort. Of course, I mentioned Thanos' ship is now right outside the Avengers area. And Hulk successfully, despite taking a shit ton of damage just from wearing the damn thing, does the snap. And brings everybody back. We are able to confirm this because uh, Hawkeye's phone instantly rings with his wife and he confirms her over the phone. And Scott looks outside and says, I think we did it, but it doesn't last more than a fucking couple of seconds before Thanos attacks the Avengers compound and levels the entire fucking area. She, she's been paying De- her phone De- bill for five all years. all over the place. Bro. Everything's destroyed. <laughs> d- 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 different Avengers are being pinned down by water and all sorts been, of shit. I mean, it's, it's fucking
5: have, chaos. They've been keeping that phone bill alive.
0: What's that?
4: <laughs> He's been paying that bill for five years in order for it to work.
5: Yeah, I mean a heartbreaking <laughs> hope of make you do funny things, man. Exactly. I, 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 you know what? Fuck, I get it. He wants to hear – probably he wants to hear the voicemail, okay? I get that. I'll accept it. Even though they didn't write it ah,
0: out. This bitch is on my dick. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, it
5: only costs $80 a month. Whatever. Yeah. He's got adventures money. Oh, wait. They don't pay people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so. And killing prime lords.
0: <laughs> so, so far, I mean, you know, they fixed everything, but it's not looking like it's going to last very long. Um. Past Nebula, uh, of course, brings along uh, the 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 the, uh, the different members of the uh, the inner circle, the Thanos's children. Along, uh, the gauntlet somehow falls into possession of Clint. Um, so of course he's scrambling to get those to get them away. The past Nebula is killed by her future self as she attempts to take the Infinity Stones from Barton. While Rogers, Thor, and Stark confront Thanos, who decides he will instead use the Infinity Stones to destroy the universe and create a new one in his own vision. Um... I did sort of like, it might have been a throwaway thing for you guys, but for me personally, I like when all three of them are like overlooking everything and Thanos is just sitting there and they're like, what is he doing? Just sitting there waiting. Where's the stones? I, I, you know, under this and Thor goes, you know, it's a trap, right? And he's like, yeah, but I don't really much care. It's good. Just as long as we're all in agreement and he grabs both Stormbreaker and Mule and he goes, let's kill him properly this time. That just gave to me the tone of like, Thor is going for broke. He did not give a shit. He is fucking going balls to the wall. He's like, I don't give a shit if it's a trap. Let's fucking go and then just fuck and you know, getting ready for battle.
5: Yeah, I, I did love that scene. I mean, the destruction and everything that happened. I mean, I have a problem with this movie in general in terms of like, no, like yeah, there's there's a I'm death, but I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody on one side dies and nobody on the other side dies except for like nameless beyond. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. But I, I did I did love the uh the scene where they're they're overlooking the battle and it's like, you know what? Fuck it. We lost everything. Let's get into this bad boy. And it it's the, the three bigs. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I I mean I I like what precedes this too, or no, the what comes after this. Uh but uh this
0: was a good scene. I mean, Frank, any any thoughts on the destruction of the Avengers compound? And the like the the setup here with Thanos. They
5: should have had air support. Just from, yeah,
1: they should have air support. <laughs> well, I mean, he was coming through time, not through air, so maybe that air support <laughs> would have done any good if they had some some Sam launchers on on the roof, like they exactly White House. The <laughs> they but, should, uh, but
5: whatever.
1: Yeah, from from the snap and when Thanos pops in through the through the time warp like this point on is balls out some of the best cinema i've ever seen like i there's there's a lot of plot holes in this movie and t- but it's filled by a ton and a half of fan service that makes it all work but just like f- this final battle was Dude, my dick was rock hard the whole fucking time. I could not get. I could not get. I was in a public cinema full Emmy? of people, like, Jesus Christ. and I'm, I was in a public cinema full of people. The first time I saw it, I guarantee I was not the only one there with a the big nerd chubby. Guaranteed. But yeah, I guess, we all left with the wrecked dicks. Yeah. The the buildup over the course of the entire movie to get here. And then just like watching these three guys, like standing on the wreckage of the building, looking down at Thanos mm-hmm. and Thanos is looking up at him. Like, what's up bitches. It's just like, I, I it's that, it's that moment of buildup that I, it's like the, the first, like, as you're going up the first rise of the roller coaster, <laughs> it, it was that kind of build up, And I, and I love that there was a little bit of dialogue that happens there before they start throwing hands. Because well, I I, I love when good guys and bad guys go back and forth with with some good some good talking. I mean, it's like the, I always talk about the diner scene from Heat with between Pacino and oh, yeah, so it's the, the best, best scene in the fucking movie. It's like, it, it, and while this is not nearly as good, it was it was really cool to to for Th- I mean, because it was right about then, I think that Thanos changes his mind, or was it, no, I think mean it was maybe later on in the battle. Uh, it's but a I mean,
5: bit later, but yeah, you're close.
1: But that little bit of shit talking right there. It, oh, it's just so good! I loved it, and then of course you know shields start flying, and Milner and and Stormbreaker start flying around, and Tony starts doing his thing, and then we're off I mean, to the races for the rest it, of the movie.
5: It's also the fact that this movie has not really had a big action scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had, you're right. It yeah, hasn't they, had that big they, action they, scene. They, yet. they 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 save that for this to just give I mean, everybody an orgasm. Do they save it? Yeah, I mean, I I like. The action scene, I, I think it's a bit longer than it probably needs to be because I would have given a bit more development to some of the characters they don't. But it's its good. It's good. I'm not going to lie. So,
0: so, of course, the three of them go back and forth with Thanos, but eventually uh, Thanos is, is starting to wipe the floor with them. Of course, there I is a, a very… Question. Huh?
5: I got a question. Yeah. What the fuck's up with Thanos' power scaling?
3: Yeah.
0: He's a titan.
1: Again, yeah. Plot
5: hole. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, you're not he,
1: supposed to think about it because of everything that's happening in the movie at that
5: point. <laughs> I wasn't until I watched it for the third <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, uh, yeah. He, they're, they're trying he to make a he head his... like,
0: come on. Uh, yeah, but come on. I know.
5: Come on, um, man. As
0: Thanos is, is starting to kick their ass, is pretty heavy. Uh, we do see something that has been conf- that has been uh, teased at at least a couple of times. As we see, uh, as Thanos is about to stab or pierce I should say uh Thor with Stormbreaker we see that Thanos is hit by Mjolnir from one Steve Rogers Captain America that I fucking I fucking marked out hard for that part
5: Yeah that that was that was fucking great
0: I have a question though
5: um the 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 axe do you need to be worthy to no. wield that
0: No okay. so, No no right.
5: yeah.
4: No, you had the question of can't Mjolnir only be worthy to
2: choose one Well, that was part of it,
5: but No, you just crazy. have to be worthy to run Asgard and Steve Rogers might as well drag his fucking balls over my face because so that was yeah, great I,
2: I, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like this because I didn't... Oh, I loved it The only thing that I seen was that one time, and I think that's what they're alluding to, when he grabbed the and he almost pulled it off the Yeah, when he
0: like moved it a little bit in Ultron
2: Yeah, yeah um.
0: So there's it, there's two supposed little theories about why Steve Rogers can now wield Mjolnir. Uh, the first theory is that he was always able to wield Mjolnir; he just didn't want to upstage anybody when it, when it was the time for Age of Ultron. Second, that- the second theory was that he was not able to wield Mjolnir because he did not tell Tony the truth about his parents being killed by the Winter Soldier. And so once he was able to tell Tony the truth in Civil War, he was now worthy of being able to wield Mjolnir. The truth
5: is he had to go in his story arc.
0: (laughs) And, I
5: mean, to be honest with you, like, fucking come on. He's like the president you want (laughs) versus uh, what he becomes at the end.
0: No, no, but good. even despite wielding you Mjolnir, uh, Steve Rogers is still not able to hold off Thanos for too long. And Thanos, with his double blade thing of whatever, is able to break I, Steve Rogers' right. shield in half.
2: So Heather said maybe it's made of vibranium too. Uh, is it? Tried the-
5: why is Thanos as strong as he I've got so many questions about like what they're doing with Thanos in this movie. You know,
2: why, I, I thought Vibradium was the most powerful metal. metal on
1: Earth. It's not the most powerful oh, most metal
2: on Earth. Metal on Earth. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yes. Yeah. So, well, I mean, the thing is, we way, don't know. Either
5: way, we ahead. don't know anything about like the, it's had the the you just made a movie, part one to this part two, and you. Not holding true to the character at all in this fight scenes. So all of a sudden Thanos is stronger than everybody without any fucking power stone, any well, gun, anything. Remember, remember we're getting a younger version of Thanos who may be
1: a bit more spry So because the Thanos that we got in the last movie was at the end of his journey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah six and, years ago and a couple and a couple and a couple of days later is when he gets his head lopped off by Thor and then five years pass that the Thanos that we dealt with in the first movie has been you know dead and buried or't I, mean, dead.
5: I, I, can't, I can't buy the difference in so time the, being the reason I'm sorry it's just not well i mean reasonable. don't doesn't really matter for the movie <laughs> don't
0: all, don't forget too Thanos without any use of any power stones was able to go toe to toe with the Hulk.
5: Yeah. He's able to – well, he – yeah, well, he's able to go toe-to-toe with all three at once. I will say when I was watching this and I'm thinking that, I'm like, ah, eh, they're kind of rusty. They're fucking not – it's been five years. They haven't been working together.
0: But then he goes toe-on-toe with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So, of course, he kicks Captain America's ass something fierce, and that's when Thanos decides to unleash his army, and I, I didn't take into the scope of the situation. So, of course, to, uh, Tony's out. Thor's knocked out. It's just Cap, and he's overlooking this entire army with half a shield and a pretty fucking big gash in his arm. Um, as he suits up and gets ready to take on everybody, but of course, it doesn't take long before he hears a familiar voice over on his, on his comp piece saying, Cap, come in on your left, and it's, of course, none other than T'Challa appearing with the likes of, uh, Falcon and pretty much everyone you can see. Um, pretty much everyone who was snapped away five years ago makes their return. Doctor Strange, uh, the entire uh, tribe from the, uh, the, the the sorcerers. You see all the Wakandans show up. You see uh, pretty much everybody, like I said, Wanda, um, uh, Bucky, the remaining Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, idea, Spider-Man. What's
5: that? I hate the idea that Black Panther shows up first. It has nothing to do with Captain America.
0: Well, yes, I think Doctor Strange would have showed up first, but that's just me.
5: No, Somebody had to show I up would first. With, really I would have been with Falcon and Bucky since they are in to Captain America. Where was story Bucky point.
4: last time we saw
5: him? They were all in the same where, place. What, but yeah, they were all in the same place. So. But I mean, would the, the, these three like walk in first for like ten minutes?
2: Uh-huh. I it's just, I don't think like, it mattered and, much. Here's. Great. Here's the
4: great key, and I both have.
2: Cannot.
4: Not every Wakandan was snapped away, but yet they were able to show up there. This is
2: where yeah. I, again.
5: Yeah, they're not how- coming from the snap. They're coming from Wakanda. Right. Oh my God! See, well, <laughs> no, no, they're not. Like, they're, he's not coming from the snap. My my bigger question is how they have talking, portals I'm everywhere.
2: Not, I'm not talking about Black Panther. No, no, no. I, I'm it's talking about, like,
5: no. okay, the the only portal that I can think of that would make sense is from Titan, and then from some of the sorcerers that might exist in some of the other areas. But, like, do the sorcerers exist in Wakanda? They weren't even part
0: of that fight. No, but you know who, but you know what? Wong survived the snap, and Wong became the Sorcerer Supreme, so he might have grabbed them over, too.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. I guess there's sex, but the The thing is, they're they're just coming from other places in the world. They're not coming
0: from like... Correct. Not all of them snapped existence. away. Some of them survived, but they just... You know.
2: But then there's interaction between Doctor Strange and home. Long, but, I mean. Yeah, Doctor Strange got Strange. snapped away. Long yeah, lived. Yeah, he got snapped away, so how... Long I just, lived. This is where I get this, like, this is where I got taken out of the fucking movie. The only thing that was good about this entire thing was the action. That was it for me. Well, I mean,
5: I guess my bigger thing is the fact that it was, like, the timing of it happening.
4: Well, that's cinematic properties.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... It's one of a million plot holes. (laughs) One of a million
1: plot holes that was perfectly filled by fan service.
5: um, (laughs) Yeah, 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 like, in the end, you, you, you just can't dislike this movie regardless of the I don't. The, the, the species that might exist. The, I this, I mean, it, it just. I don't dislike.
0: They, it. they just keep tugging on my deck. So let me barrel through these action scenes just so we can get to like the, because there's a lot to cover here and then we'll kind of go through all this stuff. So, um, of course, they all arrive here. Um, we do see, of course, the, uh, the famous line finally said, Avengers assemble, even though technically Steve Rogers said it. After they've already Whispered technically it. assembled, but we'll... Whispered it, and everyone <laughs> like, what? Uh, what do he say? What? Um, fucking... Ins-
4: for those in the back! <laughs> insane Give me battle. more Howard
0: the Duck. <laughs> insane battle where we see everybody sort of going all balls to the raw here. We see Stark is reunited with Peter Parker with a hug, which is nice. Quill reunited with the past version of Gamora. Thanos wrestles with numerous different Avengers for the Infinity Stones. We see, like, um... You know, Black Panther have it at one point. Spider-Man grabs it at one point. Um, we then see him actually trying to, like, chase after uh, at one point for the Infinity Gauntlet. Then he gets taken out or, like, he gets held down by Wanda, who is bullshit, which I don't blame her. Um, but then he gives orders to uh, fire multiple energy blasts from his ships, devastating not only the Avengers but also some of his own troops. And then, of course, that gets stopped by Captain Marvel, who just comes in and fucks up his entire fucking ship.
5: Was, was she called by a uh, fucking a guy? Wait, she could have been he came back that's right
0: theory yes, did. did come back um, um. She takes out Thanos' ship while fighting control of the Gauntlet. They all try to. Yeah, that's
5: true, Frank. They all talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, exactly.
0: <laughs> so um, they that also... was the one
1: thing that, that was the one that kind of made me roll my eyes when I first saw the movie. I was like, really? Yeah. Everybody just shows up with an earpiece.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. That's not. Yeah, because why not? So um, they all try to basically get back into uh, Scott's ugly brown van because they want to be able to bring the stones back to the past. so They can, you know, I stop. Have a question? Yes.
5: When Captain Marvel takes the Infinity Gauntlet, which is the Iron Man one, why doesn't she just use it to snap away everybody
0: there? Because shut up. Because we
1: want the fight? Yeah, oh, we're... yeah. Sorry, sorry, because sorry, shut sorry. Up.
5: sorry, I'm speaking out of turn. I'm speaking
0: out of turn. Beat me. It's <laughs> like, it's like, You're it's asking like the like questions the that we don't, want, we don't want answers to. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. It's like the pitch meetings. Why did you just do that? Hey, shut up. So anyway <laughs> –
5: <laughs> Get all the way off my back.
0: So uh, Thanos realizes what's going on, destroys the brown, uh the ugly brown van. Um, but of course, uh we see that there's some struggles back and forth. Tony even asks Doctor Strange, "Hey, is this one of the outcomes you said that we would win?" He goes, "If I tell you, it won't happen." We see a very brief interaction between Thanos and Captain Marvel, where Thanos actually gets the gauntlet on his hand uh we see her stop him and then he headbutts her no fucking effect but then he grabs the power stone out of the gauntlet launches her out of uh out of existence basically just fucking blows yeah, her out the gone. way the kingdom comes she's
5: out of the movie now
0: tony looks over at doctor strange who does the, the he points with a number 1 in his uh one atom kind of insinuating that this is the moment Tony runs up, wrestles uh, wrestles Thanos with the gauntlet for a little bit. Thanos, of course, does say the phrase, I am inevitable, goes to snap the gauntlet and realizes the stones are missing off of the gauntlet, turns over and looks to see Tony, who is now wielding all of them on his own Iron Man go- uh, hand, using the uh, power of the nanotech, and, of course, he says instead, I am Iron Man, and snaps his own fingers, therefore disintegrating all of Thanos' army, including Thanos himself however it did come at of course a costly price as you can very quickly and visibly see that Tony is dying from using the stones he ends up laying down against some piece of rubble as we see Rhodey uh, Peter and of course Pepper Potts trying to console him and comfort him she finally says you can rest now and you see the arc reactor shut off and Tony Stark is now dead Travel back good. in this
4: scene. In this scene here, I know the exact point of this fight that they could have fucking cut out, and that was <laughs> no. the assembly of all the fucking women around Peter. That, King that King. was my Every favorite. One that was of my them favorite I, I
1: actually,
4: you do not. I actually, <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> I mean, I actually kind of
1: like sp- the A Force reference. I thought it was fun.
5: It, it's it's splash cover is what I'm going to say, but I mean, it came in a time where people were like, "Why do you keep pushing women and shit." Whatever, uh it's splash cover, I didn't care
4: <laughs> that scene, that that right there could have been cut out. they could have just left it at Captain Marvel I didn't mind it. In up To him I mean
5: they kind of shoehorned a, a lot funny. of the women into roles that they haven't built up, so this this is where like I look at the pandering versus non pandering, and I'm gonna go on inside of pandering because they have not built a lot of those characters up to be those characters that
0: they are, right,
4: Correct. And point number two. How is it he did not notice the stones were not in that glove before the snap when those stones were zapping the ever-loving fuck out of them? The dumbass.
5: Awesome. Questions? Don't ask him. <laughs>
0: Hey because shut yeah, up yeah. so anyway. filled plot, plot hey, <laughs> with fan service. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> take it. How did you get a Pegasus? Who it, knows? It's the
0: it's the whole yeah. it's the it's the whole like um because the movie has to happen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay.
5: yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh man, I just I do like where they go with this, but they go to it they mask their stupidity in fan service, which I don't like. On the third watch? <laughs> on the first watch, I was like, oh my god!
3: <laughs>
5: but on uh, the third watch, no. Um, I do like what they end up doing with Tony Stark. It makes sense for the character. I just wish they got to it in a more logical way than what they actually end up doing. They, they obviously could all. have
0: written things better and done things better in hindsight. You know what I mean? Like, obviously. But, I mean... we can't hate it. What's that?
5: You can't hate it. I can't hate it.
0: It's that that's a difficult, like it's really tricky to be able to pull off what they did, and, and and it wasn't it wasn't gonna be perfect no matter what they did anyway.
5: I mean, just in general, like the whole like to this point, the Marvel universe is coming to its culmination. Uh, for me, I mean, Phase Four exists, yes, but it's like a, hey, whatever's there. Um, <laughs> but up until this point, they have done something that no nobody else has ever done. It's a marvel of cinematic ingenuity, to be honest. Like, you've never seen this happen before and, and done at this level. So I I, I enjoyed – I mean, I enjoyed the fight scene. I, th- I thought it did go on a little bit too long, but uh, it was fun. I mean, they featured every character. They featured characters they haven't even thought were characters. Yep. Fucking Pepper Potts shows up in an Iron Man suit, and she starts blasting her own team. So there's that.
6: <laughs> I forgot about that.
5: <laughs> I mean there's a lot of inconsistencies with the fight scene, but it's all fan service. Yeah. Um I do I mean the 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 way that they did the Iron Man uh, Iron Man going out is it, it's very tastefully done. He doesn't really speak. He never speaks. He doesn't say anything. And people just react to him going out and i love the fact that they do they get the little spider-man thing they get the uh war machine but it ends with pepper pots and it's more like you're good man we're good he he lost himself but he didn't he didn't sacrifice everything he stood for
0: the the rest now line was really the like the that that really like mm-hmm. that drove it home for me but um but the good news is Rayshon's happy because iron man's dead frank what do you think of uh what do you think of all this create i mean battlegasm that was this this end scene and of course the epicness that was tony stark's passing
1: well sometimes epic does not describe a sequence of of shots in a film i for one, like I said, it was just balls out action, and I loved every bit of it. But there's the one image that really stood out to me is as Cap tightens the shield, the broken shield on his arm, and he's standing there like one man on the one side, and Thanos' yeah, entire fucking army of a thousand assholes on the other. I
0: was like, oh, yeah.
1: I was I like,
5: the wound I, I, the first time around.
1: I remember, I remember seeing that when I was in the theater, and I was like, I want that fucking poster. Like that is one <laughs> yeah. of the most amazing shots in all of Marvel. Just like There's that a, image please. of his one little person standing here and an army up on this fucking mountain that's getting ready to come just lay waste to him. I was like, that right there is the uh, image.
5: reminds me of Game of Thrones. I, I,
1: it was, it, yeah, it was kind of along those lines. I didn't watch a lot of Game of Thrones, but it was. Uh, yeah, it uh, it had, Visually, it did strike a lot of those tones. Yeah. But but God, it, it, I just love that image for one. That made my heart stop when I was watching the movie. I was like, oh, I need to have a poster of that. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, the, I I really liked the A Force little little nugget. I I thought it was fun. I know they're not going to do anything A Force long term. They're not planning on doing a Disney Plus show or a movie. So having that little moment right there, I thought was fun. The the other thing I liked is you see real real quick just how powerful Wanda and Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel are because you were talking about how he headbutts her. And she's just like bitch, please. He has to actually use the power of one of the stones just to punch her.
5: How is he doing so, I mean, Thor not, is my question. She, What's that? How does he, like,
0: just manhandle Earth Thor?
4: demolish Thor.
0: Not well, everything makes sense.
5: <laughs> <thing>.
4: uh,
0: <laughs> Thor is also packed on some pounded gin.
5: Uh, uh, the other thing, too, is he yeah. does punch her out of the fucking movie. But uh, <laughs> no. also, the scene with Wanda...
1: That was like I, I love that shit because I mean I know you guys haven't gotten to Doctor Strange 2 yet, but I mean I've seen it where she's at right at that point in the film when her and Thanos are going are eye to eye. She proves that she is probably the strongest person in the MCU. And it's, she's only she's getting stronger real. going forward. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so, a I nice mean 'cause she foreshadow. was she was handling him. Yeah. She was handling him. I mean, he has to—he has to call down Hellfire because she's ready to squash him like a fucking bug. Yeah. So he's like, "I'm gonna—I'm in a bad spot here. I gotta do something crazy to get myself out of this shit." So she's working him, and and I and I love that little piece of dialogue because remember, this Thanos doesn't know anything about what the older version of Thanos that just got his head lopped off at the beginning of the movie, what he's done and knows. So he doesn't know that 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 uh, he killed anybody that she knows, or that he or she killed Vision. So she's like, pass.
4: you took everything
1: from me. Well, not to him. Cause he no, skipped no, all that no, shit no. and came right no. to the end of the game. But, but what she yeah. says, yeah. Well, she says, you know, you took everything from me. He says, I, don't, I don't even know you. She's like, you're going to. And, yeah, you then, go. and then she just does her little red wiggly woos and her hand dancing and she's working him. And he has to go through a pretty extreme, uh, extreme length to get out of that. I, I love the meant, power that she showed in all that. Yeah, I love the power that she showed and all that. I, also, I, the whole thing about the gauntlet changing hands from one person to the next—this whole little, this whole little handoff game they had going on—I thought was kind of fun. I think yeah. it dragged on a little
5: long, but it was kind of fun. I I, I, I thought the the fight scene in general dragged on a bit long, but like the 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 changing hand things, it was it was a cool like homage to who's gonna who's gonna take helm on this sinking ship. Well, and there were little things in there that were kind of like throwback cues to other things
1: because when because when, uh, Hawkeye first meets T'Challa in Civil War, he goes, you know, whatever is happening in the midst of all whatever little fight they're having, and he goes, "Hi, my name is Clint." And he goes, "I don't care."
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: Clint. And the, But this time, but this time T'Challa reaches out to him to get the to get the thing. He goes, Clint, give it to me. So it's like it's yeah, little... it's now he knows who he is. They know they're yeah. on the same team. They're they're partners. They're teammates. So. Yeah, so there there was there was a lot of little cues in there. So it, I mean I had to watch the movie three or four times to catch a lot of the, the little bits of dialogue and the yeah, little one. egg the little Easter eggs that were in there. And I'm pretty sure I've probably missed half of them still to this day. But yeah, there's there's a lot of them in there. I
5: continue to think what happened to Howard Duck. <laughs> he showed up with a gun in his hand on the field.
0: Oh that's right, he did. <laughs> That's right, How are the duck? Yeah, he's he in alive? that movie
5: for like, he he's in that movie for one whole second. Yeah, and I saw it, and I loved it. Um, Even though the movie is... Bobbitt,
0: what, what did you think about this whole end battle scene, and then of course, Tony Stark, unfortunately, passing on?
6: Oh, man. It hits you like a ton of bricks. It really does. Because, you know, you watch his character grow, you watch his development,
5: you're being taken by the soul for all
6: these dumb movies and to see you know just you know see see his final moments and poof be gone bitch Uh, I'm still not Uh, (laughs) right
5: I feel like Robert Downey Jr. does an exceptional job in this uh, for his end with quotations he might show up everywhere now who knows i mean this this is the problem now with what? marvel where nothing means anything what
0: what i do frank i want to see another howard the duck movie um <laughs> i i
5: do. i i i want to see it has to start with this though on the front lines with the gun <laughs> and then he's dealing with ptsd there i was <laughs> fighting thanos as <laughs> ever. Having sex with a bunch of women, I guess. I
0: don't know. Um,
5: weird as shit.
0: So, of course, following the battle, the Avengers hold a funeral for Tony Stark, uh, whose Mark One reactor is floated onto the lake next to his house. Um, we see, of course, the uh, the sea of you know everybody in the in the in the group there, like kind of doing a pan shot of every single person. Do you think they were
5: all there together, or were they like shot?
0: Yeah, I think they were all there together. I think a I don't lot
5: know. of fucking money.
0: But the only yeah. the only one person I wasn't sure of there was one kid standing alone, like kind of behind Falcon and is it, Winter isn't it Soldier, like the
5: random I, Iron Man
0: I, kid. I think it's Tyler
2: Simpkin Iron
5: Man
0: Three. I was going to say I think that was the kid it, from Iron Man. 3. He's the kid from Iron Man Three. Okay, that's what Tyler I I'm
2: curious to who he was. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy popping into the fucking screen? Like, what the fuck? Is, what, what what is he all about? Future, I was really then,
1: surprised. I'm really surprised that we haven't heard anything else from him because Marvel doesn't do shit by accident, so no. and, and i and I remember when I first saw the movie, like I see him there, and I'm like, I knew immediately who he was, but I thought it was funny that while everybody else just stands there while the camera's panning through people, he actually takes a step forward, and I was like, that's an interesting metaphor that he might step up. Into some kind of a role in the well, MCU. Now I haven't heard anything about him being in. The, I have Well, I mean, I've heard rumors, but I haven't heard anything else. But now they've got Ironheart that's getting ready to come out. I think they're. I yeah. think they've started filming it. It's going to be a Disney Plus series about this one other super smart girl who creates her own Iron Man suit that's inspired by oh. the the actions of Tony Stark, yeah. and she I'm, becomes Ironheart. Here I we
5: would go. Legitimately worried about where. The, well i
0: don't know the we'll, we'll get there that's a that's another stream for another time for sure um So, meanwhile, Barton and Wanda Maximoff take solace in the fact that Romanoff and Vision, who, of course, did not return the snap, would be proud of their victory over Thanos. Thor makes Valkyrie the Queen of Asgard and joins the Guardians of the Galaxy in order to find his true purpose, free from the burden of royalty and leadership for the first time uh, in his life. Uh, Barton, of course, returns home to his family. Meanwhile, Peter Parker returns home to school, where, of course, he's reunited with his best friend Ned. Meanwhile... Captain Rogers is asked to go into the past to return the Stones and, of course, Mjolnir to their original timelines, but decides not to return to the present and instead to live the rest of his life in the past with presumably someone. We don't know who it is. He reappears before Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes as an old man and passes his shield and the mantle of Captain America on to Sam Wilson. We see a brief flashback showing Rogers and Peggy Carter in an ordinary-looking house finally sharing the dance they never got to have in their living room. Truly. Happy at last, and of course, with the end credit scene. There really, really isn't an end credit scene per se. We do see like close-ups of like you know shots of the original six Avengers or the actors and actresses playing the six of them, and then of course in the end credit scene we do hear the familiar iron hitting or hammer hitting an iron. Um, shades of when uh, the same noise that we heard of Tony Stark building the very first Iron Man suit from the original Iron Man movie to close out Avengers Endgame.
6: That was a lot. That was
3: a
5: lot.
4: (laughs) Touch on one thing. Basement said he turned into Joe Biden. He looked more like Clint Eastwood to me.
5: Yeah, but his words were Joe Biden.
0: So, a couple things to know. You gonna fix America? No. (laughs) Just a couple things. I don't think I will. (laughs) A couple. A couple. (laughs) That's. I saw that as a meme somewhere. (laughs) So you gonna fix America? No. No, I think I will. So, all right. First and foremost, um, Thor, uh, we're going to see obviously what happens with this in Thor 11 thunder, which comes out literally the week that we did this episode. Uh, That's this why I
5: actually am like the only fucking Marvel movie I'm excited for is this one.
0: So yeah. we have, we have Thor. Um, I think him going with the guardians makes sense because he has some, some sort of connection. He's kind of like, fucking. I'm free of responsibility. I'm going to figure out who I am. So again, great story arc. I love a great character arc. I love that. Um, Pretty much for the most part, re- somewhat everything returns somewhat to normal for pretty much everybody else. But, of course, the big one is Captain America. So Cap goes back and stays in the past. The stones are put back where they should be. And he passes the mantle on to Sam. So first and foremost, I would have loved to Jeez, have been a fly fabulous. on the wall when he returned the soul stone to Red Skull. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, I, had the same, I had the same fucking question. Why wasn't this a thing? I, like they, they could have, they could have taken all of this other stuff out and made three it, hours
5: and five minutes.
2: Yeah, I know. I got you. I got you. But I'm just saying they probably could have had like ten no. minutes of him.
0: Part just
4: of just the soulstone. None of the others. Just the soulstone.
0: Part of me, yeah. Part of me likes the idea of Cap, like basically saying, like, look,
5: I, I don't understand. Like, didn't it like take pim particles to go? To one era uh, of time, and then pin particles to go to another era of time.
0: No, just well, yes. It, it he had to have enough. He basically had enough, he Had to have enough of the particles to make jumps. So, so
5: how many jumps did he have to make? Six. six. And wait,
0: how no, many pin particles six. did he get? Presumably, what? One. one, two.
5: Well, actually, he's one person. Think about that. Four or he's five. One per- he's one person.
0: Four or five.
5: He's not going to be able to return all of them no, in every state. No, but same he didn't. Time. He didn't return.
0: No he didn't return them. All. He returned them where they took them from. He
2: was alive during that time.
0: So, but I, what I was going to say was, I love the I love the idea of like Thanks. Steve, like I'm I'm no. out and like kind of peacefully getting out of the. Of the spotlight, I think him giving the shield to Sam, I'll be honest, was a little surprising for me because I thought it, I thought he would have passed it to Bucky.
4: Now, that
0: was Bucky one of the things
4: done. that I think he knew Bucky was also kind of done, so he didn't want to put that big burden on him.
5: But... I don't know if I. I mean, him passing the shield to either the problem is from me as a viewer. You're taking the shield... uh, Okay, if they give it to Falcon... Falcon is... For me, Falcon is boring as shit. He's an underdeveloped character. And I get there like... We're going to put the shield on you so we can develop you. So far. I've seen the series. It's... It's not my favorite. Well... I'm going to (laughs) say.
0: Um... The, the only reason I say the only reason I think Bucky would have been well the, the thing is I get why long term obviously why he gave it to Sam. I also did if you notice he says you're a good man, Sam, which is of course a reference back to like uh the original Captain movies like I don't need a good soldier i need I, I don't need a great soldier, I need a good man, so that's kind of like oh, he's giving him a little setup here um when I mean,
5: you get get to either of the two.
0: Joe Biden looks fantastic in the CGI. I'll say that much. Um, <laughs> um, but I think the the regardless, I think the the, the scene of Cap passing That's the shield great. on to Sam was well done.
5: I I love the idea. I mean, regardless of like if it makes sense, because I haven't taken the time to do. It, because I don't care. Um, it, <laughs> regardless of that, uh, I I love the idea of him going back. Like this is the best. Way to walk that character out of the franchise. It's a happy ending. Yeah, and you need that after Iron Man. And if they're gonna kill, like, they, I mean, this movie is very much a Iron Man, um, Captain America movie. Yeah, Thor's there, and Thor and I—I'd say Thor has a more prominent role than yeah, Captain America. But they're uh, they're working those two out, and they do a great job of doing so.
0: I mean, JP Heather, your thoughts on the end scene with Cap passing the mantle?
2: Well, wasn't my favorite part of the movie. This is why this—I knew where this movie was going. It was going to be a sentimental. Yeah, it's a sentimental moment. I don't understand why Sam is so special. I mean, he's not, but yeah, and, and that's and what I'm—I'm I'm getting at because they haven't—they didn't do it
5: now. He trusts Sam; and he sees
0: him as a good man.
2: I personally
5: wanted them to share the mantle.
0: It
4: was special to Captain because he helped Captain and Black Widow during Civil
5: War. Connie, um, remember when you, watched, uh, yeah. you were watching um, the show, Falcon uh, mm-hmm. and Witch Soldier? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure we had a conversation, and I know I said I wanted them to share the mantle. Yes, you did. Of Captain America. Yep. And I think that would have worked out a bit better than it being one or the other. But they did want to go racial. And this the, the the comic book goes there, so I can't. Yeah, say it
0: shouldn't. I think it's hard to share that mantle too, though. Have two people play the same? I mean, he's yeah. He's I don't got think a... that would have been doable. I, I don't. Well, he, okay, here's the
5: thing. Captain America was a super soldier. Falcon uh-huh. is a regular person in a Falcon costume. Yes. Where Bucky is,
0: it was never about the powers, though. Super soldier, but it was never about the powers, though. That was the whole. That was the whole appeal of yes. Captain America has super. I mean, strength. I guess.
5: Uh, I guess if we, if saw anything, I prefer Captain, Captain
0: America to not have powers. Well, uh,
5: if, if we got to see Captain America fighting racial problems, I guess I would be a bit more inclined. I mean, they just went they, and like don't get me wrong I think it's not a bad way to go with the character it just happened at a time where it was like
0: a lot of shit's going on hot
5: button hot button hot button let's make um, money
0: we'll, we'll we'll get to that when we talk about falcon and winter soldier in the next couple of months um but um frank your thoughts about cap passing the mantle on uh, passing the mantle on and this being the basically the, the final moments of endgame
1: for me, because I mean, in the comic books, both Bucky and Falcon carry the Captain America mantle at some point, right? So it sure. So I mean, either way. Now, did they did they pick Falcon because you know Disney's all about diversity, probably? But ultimately, in the end, I don't care because a there's precedent in the comic books, and b the the reasoning behind it that he gives about him being a good man isn't wrong. And, and if you want to take it a step further, Bucky, while a good guy and now doing good things and is on our side, he's still pretty broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy's been through a lot, and it's not that it's not that Sam hasn't been through a lot. I mean, he's fought in wars and he's obviously been through all the craziness of the last several films of the MCU up to this point. But but he he is not nearly as jaded as as Bucky is. So he's probably in a better position to take that mantle and do with it what Steve always tried to do. That's true, and and I and I th- one of the interesting things about Falcon and Winter Soldier is there's uh, he struggles with that at a couple of points over the course of that series, he, he, in, he shows even outwardly questioning, head, you know? yeah, yeah, even outwardly questioning, am I worthy of this shield? Yeah, you know, Bucky gets pissed off early in the series about why'd you let them have the shield to display. Steve wanted you to have that shield, chose you to have that shield because he needed you to go out and use it and to protect people. So and that's so yeah, I mean he. It's the idea of the person who's most deserving of something always thinking they're not deserving, because that's how they keep the
5: proper perspective. I kind of went. I, I kind of wish they went in a realm that wasn't like the hot topic button at the time of being not deserving. It, 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 they've never like established that, in, at least in what we've watched, it was about color. Yes, I think the comic books touch on this a lot. I haven't read them, but I've heard that they do. But uh, yeah, I just that I it I I like Captain America. Oh, sorry, Winter uh, Fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier. I do like it. It's just sometimes it seems to pander to an audience that's ripe for the picking.
0: I can sort of see that. I, I can sort of see that. But like I said, we'll we'll break that down. I'm sure when we get to Falcon and Winter Soldier, but. We did it. Three and a fucking half hours later. God bless you all for being on this with us. We finished Avengers. You Endgame. know, what we should have
1: done. We should have just played the movie and talked about it as we were going on, because we've just about gone about as long as the movie. I know, but God's sake, we, <laughs> we probably would have paused it. We probably would
0: have paused it and fu- <laughs> damn copyright laws. All right, let's make this quick. I don't want to keep up anybody too much later on this one. I'm going to start with Bobbitt, actually. actually, um, overall thoughts on Avengers Endgame, and what would you rate this movie out of ten?
6: Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, after watching it again, I don't think I like this as much as Infinity War. So let's continue my score a little bit. But overall, i give it a solid 9.
0: A 9? Mm. Oh, wow. All right. Pretty high up there. Pretty high Jesus. up there. Great. Um, for them. I'm going to give it to JP and Heather. Your thoughts overall, general thoughts on Avengers Endgame and what would you rate it out of 10?
2: Right. He... And I agree with Basement 100% about the agenda-driven bullshit they did at yeah. the end of this movie. Well, I don't
5: think this movie actually showcases that. The show no, that comes prior it's there, to, like, post this it's movie. It's there,
2: and you can't avoid it. And I, can't
5: don't think, I don't think, I actually think they there's no agenda-driven shit at the end of this movie. Personally, I would
2: say that. I disagree, but that's just me. He gives the shield but to him because he has the shield to come. not game. talking about just that. With the women. The oh time. yeah the, that yeah. is a bit yeah. that's a bit overboard for me now you're just trying to tell me what you know it, it's one of those things movies do that it's I don't fun they're like when they're
5: not subtle with that and actually. that's what like, I agree
2: with hmm. I you, you just throw it in my face But anyway, uh, I enjoyed it I mean I can't hate it it's was, it was decent it's definitely not up there with Thor. Thor, to me, put this movie in person. He was the one for me, the three. Well, it's it's Iron Man, Thor, and Hawkeye and Captain America. Were it was good storytelling. The acting was was really good. The 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 effects were really good. Give it a, I give it a five and a half, six. Oh, damn!
5: All right. Six and a half, maybe. Well, five is average, so I guess you're a little. He- bit... Heather,
0: you, uh, what about, what about you?
4: This movie, um, guarding the plot holes that, that were in it, I, I enjoyed the parts that he didn't enjoy. I still have trouble understanding how Ant Man can all of a sudden be able to be giant and run around, whereas. He's mm-hmm. nice. using Pimp particles
5: that are infinite. infinite
2: apparently, was. it's not that I don't get. I'm sorry. It's not that I don't get anything. It's that nothing's fucking explained to me. And if it is, it's just glossed over. And I understand three and a half hours. Got it. It gets glossed over for me. And I, I one line of something might actually do more than just Easter eggs, in my opinion. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead.
4: And uh, then, again, that mom moment where every woman swarms around Spider-Man. Don't you touch my son. Yeah, I think We could have done without that. And just had Captain Marvel take it from Spider-Man and go. But we, But We as the audience already know how fucking strong she is. She does not need the backup. She can literally fucking fly. And fly through a fucking spaceship. But she needs help getting the gauntlet over to the fucking van. What? No, it, it doesn't work for me. So for me, I'm not as low as he is, but I'm around 7, 7.5.
0: All right. Base month?
5: I mean, I feel like a lot of the times that couldn't be considered, like... The, like, you can pinpoint, like, I could pinpoint the Pandering for, like, the women's thing, but, like, they do that when they first come through the portal. A lot of it is, like, paying homage to the, uh, the, 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 the splash fucking, you know, like, the, the two pager on the comic book.
3: Hmm.
5: Right? Like, they, they do this a lot. I mean, uh, the movie itself, yeah, it has plot holes and everything like that, but, um, what movie doesn't? Um, in the end, I gave Infinity War an 8.5. Uh, this movie, I will give an 8. I enjoyed it. I liked where they went with the characters. I felt they laid, like, it's, you can't look at me and say it's a bad movie. Because they laid seeds and they followed through. They used the cast that they had to make that happen. And, uh, they put to rest a bunch of characters that have existed in the MCU for a very long time. I don't like time travel. I'll always hate time travel because I hate the fact that it like you include time travel and you include bringing a bunch of characters back to life. I should have given this a one. I I hate those two ideas, (laughs) but the fact that they do it and the way that they've done it. um, Yeah. Yeah. That's where I stand.
6: All right.
0: Last but not least, our esteemed guest, Frank, your overall thoughts on Endgame.
1: I hate scoring movies. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I know. Get into your head. Mean, do it. But the the first half of the movie is a tad slow. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I I caught that first time in the theater. I was like, yeah. I I know that there's already been a t- there's been what, at that point twenty movies worth of setup, and right, we all right. know where we're at in this world. But but I but the first half was a bit slow. Like I said, last thirty minutes, that whole scene with the battle with Thanos and his army, I, I was just pure gold to me. I loved it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really mind this. Like the A Force thing was a scene. It was. It was fan service. It was. It as far as I know, and I look at this stuff all the time. There is no plan of doing an A Force movie or an A Force Disney Plus show. Right. It was just a scene. It's. It's. It's actually a really popular series in the comic books. Hmm. So to give just that one visual of all the girls standing there staring down, whatever. I didn't think it was a big deal. I thought it was fun. As somebody who's familiar, well, sort of familiar with the comic books anyway, not as much as other people. Yeah. But as someone who is familiar with the background of just that shot, I thought it was fun. Uh, yeah, some of the plot holes. I mean, yeah, there's plot holes in every movie. This movie was full of them. But like, like I've been saying, they they filled them with fan service, and that's kind of what this needed to be. Because you know, you're not trying to develop any more characters at this point. You're just like, you know what? Here we are. Let's just let's just throw it all out there and throw it all up, and let's see what you know. Let's just show you how it's all how it's all going to land. So, so it kind of made sense. I mean, I, well, it didn't make sense. I was just okay with it. But
2: go ahead. I'm sorry, Frank. Go ahead.
1: But uh, I mean, ultimately, I mean it was a solid like eight to me, right in that range. I can't give it a whole lot more. I do think Infinity War was a much better movie. Uh, I still, I still can't put it ahead. Things like uh, I like Black Panther better. I liked uh, uh, with uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier better. I think I'm kind of partial to political thrillers anyway. But uh, it's it's probably in the top five ish. But I, I can't put it much above. Some of the other films that I think just were just better put together. Oh, but the Russo brothers wrapped this thing up beautifully. I don't think there was any better way they could have done it. Agreed. There was going to have to be a couple of big deaths. Uh, I mean, the, the, I, but again, this movie was very emotional. I mean, there there was a lot going on here that that can make most grown men cry. I mean, I didn't because I don't cry at movies. But, I mean, mm-hmm. still, so it, was, it was solid. Sorry, it, it was a good way to end things. And rock. the one thing I did love the one thing I did love about the movie right now is there is a great finality in this with no post-credit scene. Yes. I I, I was, that. cause I know that was a, that was a big thing for a while. The movie came out like, Oh my God, is this actually the end of the MCU? I mean, most kids grew up I mean, lived their whole lives watching Marvel universe. And now this is this thing gone. No, it was, it was the end of the infinity saga. And I really, and at the time I was kind of like, no post-credit scene. What does that even mean? But, over the over the couple of weeks afterwards I was like, this is the end of this at least this part of the journey in the MCU. So no post credit scenes I thought was an interesting way to, to display that finality. Right. I, I wanna, that was I really
2: wanna cool. ask I want to ask you guys a couple of questions. And there's no. a reason for this. Don't ask me questions. Is Scarlet is Black Widow a female in this No.
5: MCU? She's a helicopter.
2: Okay, <laughs> she's Did frog. <laughs> is Captain an alien Marvel human hybrid. Is it is Captain Marble a female in this MCU? Yes. Uh yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm just gonna respond to this. Captain Marvel's character needs to be in this movie. Get it? Mm. Because she is part she of does. the MCU, but she's part of the MCU. I you know, I'm pointing out I'm pointing out what if you read what Aaron said, I one hundred percent disagree with with that, there was just one scene that they just pushed that agenda way too far. Them being in the movie didn't bother me. No,
4: that didn't bother me.
2: It didn't bother me at all. It's just that one scene that wasn't fan service, but it was fan service, if that makes sense. And it's not the kind of fan service that Frank and, and Connor talk filler about. Filler without being filler, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. No, the fan service. I, I think, it, just, I think uh, it's you know, like it's the girls
5: get it done scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the
2: girls win the war.
5: Unfortunately. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think part of it is that. Though part of it is paying homage to the comic book. Get yeah.
2: that. But the, the, the female thing, they, they are those characters. They but need they're also all,
5: like, fucking tertiary characters for the most part. They wow. just, like, threw a suit on fucking Pepper Potts so she would part of shit. Yeah. They alluded to it. but
3: So what, what was your letter,
0: your number, f- Frank, for it?
5: Yeah,
0: uh eight. eight yeah. All right. Um Where
5: are you, Connor? That boy. I'm pretty
0: much right there too. I, I think that it's definitely not as good as Infinity War. I think Infinity War is definitely better than there. There are other MCU mm-hmm. films <clears throat> that I do enjoy more so than this one. Um So
5: Infinity War is the best? Yeah. And I said this a long time yep. ago before it started. It's
0: it's, it's definitely Next. the best. it's well, it's it's the best out of the Avengers movies, in my opinion. But um
5: well, the best out of the Marvel movies.
0: What I'll also what I'll also say is that despite the 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 plot little hiccups here and there, and even the time travel, like my ears are bleeding. Um, I can still see past this for the grandiose of the impact that it's having in the storytelling that they're trying to tell. Because just like Infinity War, you, despite even though you don't have most of the main, you know, the the, the lesser known MCU characters uh, for majority of the film. You still have a shit ton of characters you're f- still focusing on, and you know I could not have probably done. I mean, yeah, I could have done a little a couple of written scenes a little bit better here and there. But as far as like the overall idea, where you're trying to make as much as balanced and and make sense and as be as valued as humanly possible, I think the Russo brothers did a fucking hell of a job with this. Um, but I do think it's it is a step a little bit down from endga- or from Infinity War mainly because of the time travel aspect and, of course, a little bit of, of, of Thanos' second round. And that's only because the beginning of it with Thanos dying was just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, oh, okay, now this is... Because it's like, where the fuck do you go from there kind of moment. But either way, still had a fun ride with that one. and So, yeah, I'm going to stick with the 8 out of 10 as well. Um, that it being said... Villain though, what's
5: that? Made him... Have no complexity uh, is the way I feel. I, w- I was going to say, I l- I'm looking at this, like, uh, the box art, and my god, Gamora could have been there before half of the fucking people on there. Like, they they fucked it up on this one. Like, Captain Marvel, two seconds, uh, the girl from fucking Walking Dead. Why is she there? She's in the movie for ten seconds.
0: Because that's why. Anyway, no. on that note, <laughs> on that note, that's going to do it uh, this week for the uh, Marvel Roundtable, a hugely jam-packed episode of the Marvel Roundtable. Want to once again thank our esteemed guest Frank for joining us as always and putting up with our shenanigans. Go give him some love over on the Harsh Truth channel, over on his YouTube channel. Again, link is in the description here. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, I want to thank JP, Heather, and Basement and Bobbitt for joining me once again on this one. Uh, any last-minute thoughts or words of wisdom from anybody before we wrap this up?
5: It's mm-hmm. all downhill from here.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's next? you will get there.
5: Uh, okay. That's, that's the next. question is what <laughs> is
1: what are they building up to next? I, I think uh, one you. of the things that's I think fine. is, is going to have. I think Thor 11 Thunder is going to give us a big indication. I, I think this summer is going to be big for Marvel because either Thor 11 Thunder is going to give us – a much clearer idea as to where the MCU is headed in the near future. And also we have a, uh, they have a pretty big presence at comic con, which is coming up in a few weeks. It's either going to be not to mention D23 is in September, or August. Well, they're gonna So be- there's, there's going to be a lot of directional ideas from Kevin Feige about where we're going. From
0: They're going to be at San Diego Comic-Con at the end of this month in July, and then yeah, there's D23, so I think it's either going to be, if, it's, if Thor, Love, and Thunder doesn't give us the idea, it's definitely going to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think one of those so, two is going to do it.
5: Well, uh, I, I, I will heard, see. Sorry,
0: go from ahead. What I heard
4: through, from what I've heard through Screen Rant, the next four movies that are to be released are going to have the biggest Easter eggs as to what's coming next. So,
0: so the next four would be if we're counting Thor Love and Thunder coming out this week, would be Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, uh, which is the Captain Marvel sequel, and then nope. um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania.
2: What about...
5: Well, no, there's no
2: book.
0: And then Guardians 3 is after that.
2: Actually, my, ne- my, my what's next thing is what show sure are we reviewing next? Oh,
0: I'll get there. I gotta do my outro. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I do.
2: I do feel thanks for, like. Thanks for telling me what's next. On you know. I will. Don't worry. That's how. That's my. That's my thing.
0: I, I, I gotta lead I, into I, the I next one.
2: one. Oh, well, where are they okay. going with this next big villain? Well, I've been it, here and all that. It, yeah. that. We'll get to that. My,
5: my, my biggest problem with Marvel now <laughs> is the fact that um, you've established uh, like storytelling. Mm-hmm. You really don't get to have five (laughs) movies that don't develop anything but are standalone you you don't i'm sorry but like you you, you've come to the point people are like well this is what they did the first time yes this is what they did the first time but this is not the first time this is the second time you need to start you need to start planting something why would i watch another why would i not watch another movie why would i watch another movie what what are you building towards it's been what how many movies five six
0: since what? Since four, this five? one?
5: So What's phase four filled with? Four or five? Movie? One,
0: two, three, four. If you're including Doctor Strange, five.
5: Yes, Doctor Strange would be. Good. Yep, so five.
2: Black
0: Widow's one of those
2: movies. Yep. Right.
0: And
5: I have no idea. And, and I. That's the and, fun of the
0: ride.
5: It's not really. It's the fun of
0: me never watching it again. Hey, you're part of this roundtable for life. You signed a contract. Uh, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that being said, thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate the love and support as always. Subscribe to the YouTube channel right here, YouTube.com/HornyGoat, and check us out on your favorite podcasting platforms. As we come back next Monday for what is. Technically speaking the end of phase 3 although it's debatable because of the size and scope of Avengers Endgame as we bring things down to audio. earth again but also travel, travel a little bit internationally as we go with our favorite web-slinger as we take a look at the second Spider-Man movie in the MCU Spider-Man Far From Home
5: I'm telling you right now I hate Tom